Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hi, we back. My expert opinion. I don't even, we don't even bother why, at this point. We you, don't, don't, you don't, don't bother. Don't, Everybody else I don't knows. Bother. I don't bother. Um, Ghost. Shout out to everybody Ghost watching. If it's your first time watching, hit that like, hit that share. Let everybody know you in here. Don't cost you no paper unless you's a mother hater. Hit that subscribe button. Click all. Click all. You don't want to miss nothing. It's the fastest growing podcast in hip hop history all over this motherfucker. Which is crazy. My man Mecca's in the building. Sean Bigger, man of God. I got the guys in the building. Splat Murder. What's up? <laughs> Gat Murder. He said that shit last time. He's like, niggas gonna think my name's Splat, son. Stop doing that. Heineken. Yeah, nigga. What's good? Shit. We still waiting for Heineken after dark, bro. Oh, it's coming. I, we, I've been talking to ghosts behind the scenes. We got to figure out where we're going to trek all the whores. You know, y'all some funny niggas, man. Why? What are you talking about? I started about? this drop shit, and I'm going to do this on camera. I started the drop shit because certain people were saying, I got artists hitting me up. Ah, 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 ah. I'm waiting. I never said that. No. I never, I never said that. <laughs> <laughs> see how the Queens niggas move all of a sudden? You see how they, see how these That's Queens why we added a Brooklyn again. Extra Brooklyn yeah, today. That's what it is. That's so what's good. Chilling, man. Just enjoying. How's enjoying life. How's mom and pop? Pops is good. Mom's up and down. But I, I, I think I convinced him to finally move up to a New York and just live with me. Oh, that's awesome. That's what yeah. 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 Facts. Facts. Yo, I got somebody in the building. If there was a stat sheet, mm. right? You talking determination, aggression, realness, all across the board. With the hundreds. Crazy. Somebody who, who is a, almost the epitome of what it is to be a Brooklyn nigga. A role model for a whole generation of rappers. When I say role model, I don't mean intentionally, but he definitely <laughs> started some trends and waves out here. That was incredible. His story alone, which is, I'm, I'm baffled that there's not a documentary on this guy yet. I'm sure it's coming though. <clears throat> we got Maino on the. Woo! Where What's do up, we brother? start? Wherever you want to start, brother. Oh, Yo, man, yeah. can I interject? Wherever, wherever you want to start, my I, nigga. I got a tradition with Maino. Every time we get on camera, mm -hmm. I like to say congratulations. To what? 
You're lobby. still you're still undefeated lobby. on camera. Yes. <laughs> He's like, you want me to see me lose? I was like, nah, I want to yeah. keep seeing you. A lot, a lot of people would like that. Yeah. Nah, yeah. keep lobby. winning. Keep winning. I mean, keep that's winning. hey, listen, that's that's what we all, all that's what it's always only always been about was winning. Was taking the things that we was going through, mm. finding a lane, finding the options to be outside of the street to finding a way out, a doorway into some other shit. See, the thing is, is like, you know, when you really was a part of the street and you really was a part of the life, rap for me, and I've always said this, was always a way out for me. I never, like, you go back 10 years ago and see me say the same thing. It was always, it was always that. So to still be here, you know, right now, to, to have, to be on the billboards right now, to have a a, 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 a a dope project out right now, to have a hit record right now, man, like, I'm humbled at the same time because everybody don't get the opportunity to, you know, press reset, to reinvent, right. to, 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 to restart, to do them all over again. You understand? So it feels good just to be here, mm, yeah. first of all. Mm. All right, so let's, let's rewind. Mm. Let's take it all the way back mm -hmm. to Maine, mm -hmm. running around in Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. Was it a low life situation? Never was low life. Never was low life. Mm -mm. All right. I was never no gang. I was, just, I was, you know, I was family, man. I'm from NA Rock. You know, I was, you know, the people that's my, my friends was my brothers. Right. And, you know, we ventured out in the street very early in, in life. And, you know, um, you know, no different than any other ghetto. You know, we we come from, you know, families that that you know that had drug addiction and you know and had issues. Right. You know, and we got into the street very early. You know, we we was getting in trouble early. You know, for lack of better words, we was bad young kids. Mm -hmm. You know, you know, and um, I ended up in the system like so many other young kids that were at risk. You know, juvenile and. Sparfit and you know DFY, you know uh, group homes. Let's talk before you got to the system. Yeah, what was that era of yeah. Brooklyn like? That 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 downtown Brooklyn. Downtown Brooklyn. The, you know what I mean? I that... more. When you when you when you, when we pulled up to Hoyt and Skimmerhorn and walked through <sighs> Macquarie's, you understand? And we came out on on Flatbush because we walked all the way through Macquarie's and stuff right. like that. And came out on Flatbush, you know. It was it was a it was a hell of an era, you know. I was, it's it's a coming of age, you know, when kids, who, who you know who, had no other choice but to be in the street because there was nothing else going on at home. Right. You know, this is all our stories. You know, this is the stories of young black kids who who ventured in the street to find something to find, you know, because maybe you know, a lot of our parents weren't, the homes weren't as. Um, Together as we together. wanted them to be, right? You know, and Man, environment yeah. was crazy. Environment I, was crazy. I used to live on um, uh, Quincy between uh, Notion and Marcy. Oh really? Oh that's yeah. See, I'm from Clifton really, between Notion and Marcy. When I was yeah. real, real young. Yeah, yeah. And that whole area. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when people say, "Oh, you, yo, you could have found something," else, you don't. I don't think they know the 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 geography. Right. Of what was what it was like then. Mm. See, it's always oh. easy to say that. Right. Right? And these conversations go back 30 years. 
You know, when they say, yo, you could just do something else. Mm -hmm. Say no to drugs, right? And just go get a job, you know? But when, you, when you're young and you're impressionable and you're in an environment that, that, that produces, you know, criminality, so to speak, right? right? And it's like, you know, you, you come outside, you see drug dealers, you see niggas are taking money, you see, you see all that. Look, just, just being realistic, you see crack vials. Oh, all that, right, but that's- All over the street. Right, Everywhere. but you don't, you don't, you don't idolize that though. Mm -hmm. You may idolize the ones that's on the opposite end of that. Right. This is what I'm saying. So you come out your house, you idolizing the niggas that's getting money. You idolizing the nigga that's taking money. Right. You idolizing the gangsters. You idolizing niggas that that got big rope chains on and you know and and, and cables on and Gucci links and you idolizing that. Right. You understand because there's something missing. And our households, oh, it's, it's, it's so there's nothing say, to look up to. Right, so you say, yo, yo, get a job and just do the right thing. You gotta, it's even to this day, you, you gotta give somebody an option, a real option, right? Before you say, just don't do that, right? So, what, I'm gonna put this crack down, I'm gonna put my gun down, I'm gonna put this dope down. What you got for me? You understand? It's, it's kinda that simple. Yeah. It, we need realistic options, realistic plans before you just, Throw out these, these, uh, these broad slogans. ideas mm -hmm. and slogans because it don't fit. Because everybody in my yo, I, the young niggas that went to jail, nineties, the early nineties, ninety one, ninety two. That's my generation. Ninety. They just coming home now. Just coming home now. You know how painful a thought that is. They just coming home now in the last five years. Now, they just coming home now. You know, I'm talking about, imagine 17, 18, and 20 plus years later, they just getting back now. You know what that feel like? That's my generation. They just getting back now. It's wow, crazy. You understand? That's a, that's a crazy thought to me. You understand? Because they was... We were victims of, of those laws. They didn't, they didn't, they fixed us up. Yeah. You know, when they, when you go back and to the see the old footage when they talk about super predators and you know. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Oh, and the stiffer gun laws and the stiffer, stiffer charges and the, and the, and the, the military, uh, uh, when, they, when they made the, the, the police uh, 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 stations uh, uh, militarized, right? That was that era when, 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 when Pataki came and Giuliani came, came. Mm -hmm. put more police. This is the era that you see more black men go to prison for longer times. That was my, yo, I'm, I see niggas and I'm like, damn, you did what? Y'all did 28? You did 28 years? 28. I've been licking pussy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Boy. Yeah, it's like you know time what travel. that feel like? Yeah. Boy, I've been getting more, I've been, I've been living, man. Totally different world. It's a totally different world. So when you, when you when you understand that pain, you understand that 
that era, it ain't just my story, but it's a whole generational story. It's, 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 I always represented a, the, 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 a voiceless generation of, of young niggas that was really in the street, of young niggas that was really shooters, of young niggas that was really getting money. Mm -hmm. I, was, I was one of those niggas that, that was really active. When we went to jail, we really was active in the prison. You know, they got a lot going on on YouTube now where they're telling the stories of, you know, what was going on in the fall building. I don't know if you've been catching wind to that. What was going on in the fall building in the, you know, early 90s. And, mm -hmm. and it's, it's, it's stories from niggas that was legends, that became legends in prison and prison systems. And, and, and the stories is legendary. And I just sit back and I say, wow, I was a part of that. My name come up in, in that. But I said I was a part of that. But the difference between me and them is that I got an opportunity to live. I got an opportunity to, those, those years not my best years. Mm -hmm. I'm not living in the past. Right. You understand? So I got an opportunity to put my, my best foot forward, to get out here and to make a difference. You know, whether you love it, hate it, love it, or not. You carve know? out, yeah. carve out a, a, yeah. a different path. Mm -hmm. You know, I, 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 I feel you on that because that's my generation. Mm -hmm. And I, um, I came from that, I am that. But I gotta be honest, man, there was some monsters. Monsters? Monsters that came from my generation. Of course. And if they wasn't locked up and they didn't do that 28, they might have been dead and some other people out here that's walking around might have been dead. I identify with that because I felt like I would have been dead. Yeah, absolutely. So, 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 you know, I identify with that truly, but, you know, that goes back to, to what I was saying about not having the guidance or the understanding and to be lost, you know, because that's really what we were. We, 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 and it's sad when you really think about, you know, the, the, you know, the men that's in their 40s now, they lost their they whole childhood, you know, in the prison system because, you know, them, them coming up, before they got in the prison system, we already was lost. We was already in Sparfit. We was already in the group homes. We was already in DFY. We was already going through shit that maybe we shouldn't have been going through. So that's, that's the real story. So, you know, I had a meeting with the mayor. Everybody saw that. And, I, and, I, and the, the meeting, a lot of people, I see people talking about it, they don't know what they're talking about. The thing was, there was talk about banning drill music. And I said, well, if you want to have talk about, you can't make a blatant statement about banning drill music right. without actually speaking to the premier drill artist. So I was with Fabio. Shout out to Fabio. I love, I love that boy. Yeah. Right? Shout out to Fabio. Right. He came, to he came to me. He said, yo, big homie, they talking this, 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 and this. I said, listen, I'm going to make a call. We're going to figure it out. And we're going to try to organize a meeting. And we went up there. And my thing with, with, with the mayor was this. I wanted to first introduce him to what drill music really was. Drill music is a sound, it's not an action. You understand? It's a sound, it's not an action, right? So you can get the beat, right? You can, you can, you can talk about love on the beat. I can still, get the same beat drill, drill and talk beat. about right. my enemies, right. right? So is it is it the music or is it the, or is it the user, right. right? So you got people that drive cars. Millions of cars on the road every day. Right. Some, some people drive fast and recklessly. Some people drive cautiously. So is it the car fault that this nigga ran up? Well, well right, what right, does right. the drill mean? Drill, 
the drill, I think, is from from the the the, the content of what was being spoke about on the music, right? Right. You know what it is. We understand. Doing drills. We spinning. Yeah. It's the same shit been going on in the ghetto since before we was born. Right. Niggas been sitting around waiting for their enemies to come outside, go to work, or go to school, or whatever, and been tightening niggas up. This right. has been going on. This is not new. Right. So whether you call it a drill, we call it spinning, or we just call it we sitting, or we laying, it's the same thing. What the fuck is you talking about? <laughs> so that today we ain't laying on them. We just said that today. We laying on the nigga. Like, we just said that shit today. We like, like, yo, it, it, laying it's, it's on the, the same nigga. thing. Right. The music just heightens it. And some of the music, I understand, some of the music, some of what's being said is like, I want to tell these young niggas, I want to say, damn, boy, look. Understand that. And this is what I do tell them. If you actually doing some shit, Law enforcement gonna do their job. Yeah. Part of their job is to listen to what the fuck you talking about and watch the mm. videos that you actually going back and forth. And, at. and they do that. So and they've been doing it. Yeah, so for at least 10, 12 years. 20 I, years. I remember shooting videos for Smack. And they own it. And the boys pull up and go, yo, math. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, we watched the Smacks. How many years people thought hip hop police was fake? Like that was nah, a good. And, and we was in the game. We yeah. knew they was really real but, but because outside yeah. of the game, they was hollering were, your name yeah. for real. Walking to the store. But, but we we go we going too far into the future. Too right. far into the future. Slow walk this one. Abandoned buildings, crack everywhere. The guys that's the role models are the guys that's around. The people who got jobs, they go to their jobs. The jobs get better, they move the fuck out the hood. So who are we left to see? Who's still there with us? The guys getting money. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now you witnessed those guys. You, be, you became a part of that lifestyle. Um, you went to jail for kidnapping. How many years did you do? I did 10 years. 10 years. Could have been home in five, but. He's catching wreck in there. You was from Brooklyn. It's yeah. understandable. It's understandable. <laughs> it's understandable. You was from Brooklyn. Yeah. And you went in young too. Yeah, I did. I I, I think I, you know. I what did. what led to that situation? <laughs> he say to which situation? To 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 the actual kidnapping. Um. That was that was that was the. Uh, that was the plane that we was on. Meaning, we was already in that zone. We was already. Doing things in that nature, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I never made uh, I never made myself out to be the biggest gangster. Or I never made myself out to be, you know, a victim. You know, I was. Uh, I would say that I was actively, wholeheartedly, one hundred percent involved, all the way. Right. Um, at that time. I never, I never knew or never wanted to be anything other than what I was. Um, so, you know, that actual crime really wasn't far fetched from the, from any other thing that we was, was doing. we was actually doing. Right? All right. So, so you 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 guys came up with this plan. We're gonna get the plug. Right. Walk me through that. We didn't know what we was doing. As simple as that. We didn't know what we was doing. Um, 
phone phone calls were too long. You know, um, law enforcement had something back in the days called the trap, where if you if you was on the phone for a minute, they were able to trace that back. And that was really what it was. We we was putting the phone calls and saying, yo, we want this and we want that. You know, we was young niggas. We were very inexperienced in in this area. Um, but I. When I say that we wasn't, it wasn't things, it wasn't far fetched from us doing this. This was a, a small graduation from the things that we had done. Um, we had done some shit, right? But the phone, the phone calls were too long. Law enforcement was able to trace the calls and basically come get us. As simple as that. So how'd you get found, meaning that? Just like that. No, 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 meaning that you, you said that you was lost in, in the streets and all that, right? Oh. So after Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So you did all of that stuff. How, when did you get found? When, when did you find yourself in jail? Like, what, what was the decision yeah, when, when, when to you, start? When you started that sentence, who's, who's in court with you when you were being sentenced? Was anybody there? I want to say my mother. You want to say? Yeah, because I, I, yeah, it was blurry. It's blurry, man. My mother, I had a girl back then. You know, I was a popular young nigga, so I had a lot of girls back then. <laughs> right. I had a girl back then, Nakaya. She, I think she was there. I had family there. Uh, I think my little brother was locked up at the time. Um, well, I never thought about that. It's been so many years since I thought about that. Since on my sentencing, but you know, um, I was fortunate. I was, I had a lot of support when I was, as a young nigga, right? Um, any, any, anybody that ever did a bid with me was up north with me, or would would tell you that you know I always got a lot of visits. You know, a lot of girls would come see me. I was, I was a popular young nigga before prison, and I was right. popular in in jail. I was very popular. Yeah. You know, um, popularity didn't come with music for me. You know, anybody that knows me would tell you that, mm -hmm. that really knows me. Um, so, so I always had a lot of activity around me as far as like a lot of visits, you know, a lot of different girls was coming down to see me. My whole bit, my whole bit, my whole time. It was all, all the girls and my homies. A lot of homies would come and see me, you know, a lot, mm -hmm. of, a lot of my friends. We was tight. And so, and, and I would have a lot of pictures and wherever jail I was in, a lot of people would like to see my pictures. And, you know, because I, I had pictures of niggas that was in the street, and I had pictures of Big, and I had pictures of Kim, and, you know, niggas wanted to see that. Right. You know, so, you, you had know, a picture with Big? I had It wasn't pictures of me. It oh. was like my niggas in Take the street. Pictures. Yeah. Right, because they was active. They was outside. Right. You know, and, you know, niggas want to see that. Yeah. You know, so th th those are some, without trying to make myself trying to be this gangster nigga, those are some of the small things 
that 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 are highlights in my moment in my life, like having having um so many pictures that everybody from Brooklyn, oh man, you bring your pictures out, man. I heard you got pictures of everybody. Yeah. You know, niggas wanted to see that. That's you know, up. so it was dope. So yeah. you know, um, but, so 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 you weren't like the. Come home. What's that? What's the cell phone? Hell no. You was getting all the information. No, no, I came home, niggas. First of all, first of all, I came home twice because I came home and then I I, I, caught, I caught a violation and came back home. Right. First came home. My niggas was outside. S five hundred, brand new, O one, S five hundred, black, outside. Waiting for me. I get to the day, I get to the uh, receiving room, they like, yo, you know, you need a bus ticket? I'm like, nope. Nope. I got my shit ready. I got my, my I, I'll never forget, I came home in an iceberg history. Mm -hmm. Icebergs. You know, that I was that remember Le Pew, we talked Jean about? Suit. Yeah, the Pepe Le Pew yeah, joint. You know, that was, yeah. you understand? Yeah, Boom. They like, yo, there's something, you know, them crackers up there, there's somebody with a black Mercedes Benz. Like, That's me. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm saying this to, to, to show you who I was before right. music. Like, I was important to right. somebody right. Mm -hmm. before this. Right. I was important to niggas. And, and, that, and that helped a lot during the bid. Yes. Niggas, I was, looked, I was taken care of. And I had a rough bid, meaning I made my bid rougher because I was always getting in trouble. I was in over 10 different prisons. Elmira, Comstock, Clinton, Auburn. Kasaki, this one. I was always in the box. I did almost four years in the box. Mm. How'd you keep why, your sanity keep, in the... Oh, my fault. Why'd they keep moving, yeah. moving you around like that? He was causing trouble everywhere. No. <laughs> I was having uh, misunderstandings. <laughs> <laughs> pass me the lemonade on that, though, please. Let me get that, yeah. Please pass that to me. I was having... Shout out to Tropicana. Woo. I was having misunderstandings mm -hmm. as a young man. Um, you know, I come up in a time when, you know, we was in the fall building and everything was about cutting, and cutting, mm. and cutting, and cutting. And that's what we did. Mm. We cut each other, we cut each other. You know, we cut niggas and... You know, that's what it was about. When we right. went up north, we went up with the same mentality. We, that's what I'm saying. This is, it's, it, it, it gets deeper because it ain't so much about being a gangster, but it's, it's more about being lost young kids right. that were trying to find themselves in a, in a, in a very violent environment. Right. And, and we, we cannibalized each other, you know? And it was very savage. And, I got into a lot of problems. Some, some of those issues became popular. You understand? Um, and I paid for every one of those. You know? In what way? Box time, nigga. Time. Oh. Cracker said, you got a year in a box. You got two years in a box. Like, <laughs> they, they, they put you on the roof if you let them. You know what I'm saying? How'd you keep your health? Intact, your, your mind, mind, your hair. There's dudes that go to the box, they lose their hair, their health goes down, their skin tone change. You mm. coming out younger and fresher. How did you do 10 with no buns? <laughs> you didn't get what was yeah, that? I got pussy one time though. Oh, okay. I did get pussy one time Stop. while one I was time. in prison. I was, CO? No, it was in jail. The girl gave me some pussy on, on a visit. 
Oh, I couldn't believe it. I was like stuck on it. You remember her name? How the of fuck? Of course, I remember. I told you I had a lot of girls come oh, see yeah. me. You know, I got pussy before. <laughs> You know, they would bring me weed, and <laughs> I, I, I was getting, you know. Hold on, wait, wait, wait. We're not going to skip past that. Hold on, skip past that. How did you pull off the smash on a visit? I was in, um, so after I had been getting in a lot of trouble, it was a point in time I was like, man, I need to chill out. And I went to my first board, and I got hit, you know, with some, some you know, they, I think maybe 18 months or whatever. So I was like, man, I'm chilling out. And I had this girl, she was coming to see me. She was coming to see me a lot. And um, one day she came to see me and she had this long dress on. And, you know, we was in, I was in Augsburg. It was a prison, it was a medium. So the visit room was a little more lax than it is in a, in a max. And I was sitting on the edge of the table. She was sitting on the edge of the table. And she just slid up, threw her legs up a little bit, and I just slid under her a little bit. And I was just like, <laughs> get what you I gonna got get. Me some vibes. Like, How many years was it up until that time? I ain't get no pussy until I, until I had like maybe like. Seven years in. Damn. Six, six, seven years in. Yeah. So, so hold on, that was like a two minute situation then. I came though, nigga. You came in her? <laughs> I did, <can't, girl. laughs> What? You came in her or you, or you pulled that out? You want to pause. Do, do a beer taking motherfucking shit in the woods and like this? <laughs> <laughs> yes, he do, nigga. Fucking right. I was leaving that shit. That's a Brooklyn nigga. Yo, yo. I'm pulling out. <laughs> 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 I'm in the winner. Got me fucked all the way up. Hold on. Let me go. What changed wow. your mind frame around though? When did you go, when did you decide to say I'm going positive and, I, and I'm going rap? Whoever said I went positive? Never went positive, <laughs> I went realistic. Woo, positive. Realistic. There's a difference, my nigga. Yeah. It's, okay. it's like positive, man. I never, I don't be pumping a false sense of positivity. Realistic, my nigga. What's up is up, what's down is down. Like, let's make sense of everything. I've always, Made simple sense of things. You understand? I was in the box mm. like I was always known to be in. One of the guys is, oh, man, he always in the box. He's Jermaine Coleman. He's an asshole. Yeah. He's always in the box. Yeah, we know him. Yeah. It's Friday night. Guys was rapping on the gate. I'm in Southport. Anybody know what Southport is? The whole jail is a box. 20, the whole prison, 23 hours a day, the whole prison. Guys rapping. I'm listening to myself like, ooh, this sound crazy. I like this. I've always been an avid rap fan. Mm -hmm. But I said, that night spoke to me and spoke to my soul. Who was rapping? Brothers on the gate, nobody in particular. Like, mm -hmm. that's the thing. It wasn't even like it was somebody that I had a, 
affinity towards or, or somebody that I had a relationship with. It was just like, we in the box. And Southport got 21 cells on the gallery. I'm on my 10, I'm just listening. They and it was all, that was always, rap was always a part of prison life. It was always niggas rapping in the cell, always niggas beatboxing in they cell, always niggas in the yard rapping. And it never was, never was something that I was into because I always looked at it like, nigga, I'm a gangster. This is, mm -hmm. this is the, this is the dumb shit I was selling myself. Right. But that night it spoke to me and it spoke to my soul, and it said, man, when I wake up tomorrow, I'm gonna write me a rhyme. Because <laughs> I was, I was inspired by that. I was inspired by that. I, I, I never. You wrote your first rhyme in prison. In the box in Southport, boy, like in Southport, the jet. Listen, if life is a totem pole, right? Right. Prison is the bottom of the top of the totem pole, right? Of life, right? Of society. Well, being in the box is underneath that. Yeah. So we in the basement. I'm in the basement. I'm in the I'm at the bottom floor of life, my nigga. Understand what I'm saying to you? People are losing their minds. That's what I'm trying to understand. You know, How'd like, you keep you your sanity? Like, you don't understand yeah. me. Like, my nigga, if I get emotional right now, it's because you don't understand. Mm. Like, nobody can tell me nothing. Like, nothing. Nobody can hurt me. Nothing ever said. Like, I was at the bottom floor like any other person. I was an inmate just like every other nigga. 92A, 54, 56, nigga. I was at the bottom floor, and I heard niggas rapping, and I said, damn. I want to write me a rhyme tomorrow. And I was inspired by them niggas. And, 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 and it's because them niggas right there that I'm sitting here right now. I never wrote a rhyme. I never was no rapper, my nigga. I never had no dreams of being a rapper. Mm -hmm. Any nigga that was my, my niggas in the street that know me from when we was kids and we was with the shit that we was into, know that he don't write no rap. He ain't no rapper. Right. And I woke up that next morning. It was a Saturday and I wrote my first rhyme, my nigga. And I wrote the rhyme and it, and, 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 and it took me all day to write it because it was like, I'm trying to like make it, you know what I mean? And it was a painful rap. I can't remember exactly what I was talking about, but it was painful because it, it was like sitting in the cell, feeling like hell. Like, you know what I'm saying? It was like, it was something up to that. And it was like. How, how many bars was it? I don't know. I can count, but I still don't count bars now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I was like, it, 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 it was something to do in a place that you really didn't have much to do. You either reading a book, you writing a letter, you sleeping, you crying, you working out, doing push-ups, masturbating, what the fuck you doing? You not doing much. And I like what it did for me. It, 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 it took my whole day. Mm. And I said, damn. The whole day went by. My whole fucking day went by. I wrote this rap. I'm going to keep doing I'm it. writing this rap. And I kept doing it. And it was nothing special about what I was doing. I was no different than anybody. And I ain't have the heart to get out there to, and, and, and spit it on the gate like the rest of them niggas. They yeah. was rapping every day. And I ain't had a heart to do that. Right. So it was, it was my man, um, my man, South to Carl Jr. Because he was the porter. Porter would be the guy that was... Giving us, the, you know, they, it was one they inmate that would, they would lock out and he would do the food and shit like that and give us our food. And, and I said, Let's come over here, man. Listen to this. 
And I, and I like whispered it to him. He was like, oh, that sounded all right. <laughs> and I was like, word. <laughs> and it gave me, it gave me hope. And, and I tell people all the time, you can live off hope. Right. You can live off hope. You can live off the idea of having something to live for. Sure. You see, music at that point wasn't realistic to me. It was, the idea was so far-fetched, you don't understand. But was it even cool to be a rapper before you got locked up? No. Exactly. I've never said this before, but I need you to follow me and understand me, right? And, I, and I'm really emotional with this because in that state, when I started rapping in, in the box in Southport, I started to think about, yo, what if I went home and did this? Now, mind you, I had no other examples to go from. Nobody had ever done that. Mm. Nobody had ever done a decade of time six, seven, eight years, nine, ten years, and came home and been, a, and, and been a, a, a rapper. Of course we knew of rappers that did bids and stuff yeah, like man. that, but nobody had ever done that and had commercial success. Nobody. Body. So as I'm sitting up here saying, yo, I'm gonna, maybe I should go home and do it, because Big and them was, started to pop. And then I'm like, oh shit, Big, like, that, I'm from the neighborhood, and it's like, I'm starting to right. think, Maybe I could do it. And I'm thinking about Kim, and I'm like, oh shit, maybe I could do that. And then I'm saying to myself, nah, I can't do that shit. I ain't no fucking rapper. I ain't no, I ain't no rapper. Why? Because it was like what you said. It wasn't, cool. it wasn't fashionable for niggas in my era to to be rappers. We was looking at rap. Oh, you rap nigga. You a rapping ass nigga. Like you in the yard rapping. We was almost clowning niggas for that. Yeah. And it was so much to the point where. When I, when I got out of the box, I came out with that hobby, rapping. I'm back in Elmira. I was in Elmira for my second time. And like I said, I've always, I always, I'm always able to use the phone and call home and get shit, call home and get visits and packs. My niggas was there for me. Now you got some rhymes, but No, but no. I never told nobody. That you was rapping? Never. Why? How could he? How could I? Mm. It was too delicate in my mind. I was already feel. I was already self-conscious about it. Yeah. Right. I ain't no rapper. What I look like being a rapper. Then here's it is. I'm calling niggas that's that no really know me all my life, and they know me for one thing. Man. Yo, man. I rap. I rap. That's not. That's not a realistic thought. You see. You see. You see. Before but, there, but did you think they was going to discourage you? Of that's course, why you, that's yeah. what I thought. Yeah, because right. he's not you a rapper. You were protecting and I niggas, the dream. I was protecting it because I want niggas to right. understand what I'm saying. I'm the one. I'm the one. I'm the one of one. I'm the one. Before me, it was none. You didn't, I, didn't, I didn't have an example of me. You mm. see, the niggas that came home later to become rappers had the example of me. Niggas had the example of me. You got niggas that came home after that and became rappers. But who, who did they have an example? Whether they admitted it or not, I had to be your inspiration. I, if you was from New York State, right. and you came out after I had made an impression in the game, 
I was your inspiration. I had to be. Right. Whether you liked the way I rap or, or didn't, you, I had to be your inspiration Please because you. you knew for a fact yeah. that I was in there. You knew for a fact that I was a part of that shit and you knew for a fact that I was suffering the same way everybody else was. So what I'm saying to you is this, I did not have no examples. I did not have any inspiration. There was no me. You became the inspiration. I became the inspiration. Sure, I was, it was me. I'm one of one. I, there's no nobody. I, I never speak on that. Right. I never. I never speak on it because you got. Why gotta, not? Because I'm humble. Right. I'm humble. I Listen. Gotcha. I did not tell nobody that I rap because I knew how that was gonna go. Nigga, you ain't no rapper. Yeah, and if I would have heard that. I would not been able to sit here because the mm. niggas that I was speaking to, I love them yeah. niggas. I would give my life for them niggas and they would give their life for me. And them niggas, them niggas meant so much to me. My brothers meant so much to me. They was there for me that they could have easily said that to me and it would have turned my temperature in the opposite direction. You right. I ain't no rapper. Never <laughs> so fuck yeah. was I thinking about? When did you get comfortable mm. to tell them then? When it was almost time to go home, I waited until it was almost time to go home. How many years was that? Nine at that time. Yeah, I, like, so you know what I did? Mm -hmm. When I was in Elmira, I, I, I found a way to take, take myself. Mm -hmm. I found a way to, to make it, like we stole some shit. Shout out to my brother Rail. We, we was in G Block, because I was in I Block. We was running around going crazy. You know, shout out to Shoe. We was in I Block. And um, I, I, I left I Block and went to G Block and then we found, we had this tape recording. We found some way where I could sneakily tape myself over beats. Right. The first time I ever heard myself over beats, I said, damn, I sound like AZ. I ain't like my voice. I was like, I like my voice. I don't like my voice, but fuck it. Yeah. And I snuck the tape out. A girl, because like I said, that girl's gonna see me. So I, 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 I bagged the tape up, wrapped it up, put it in an envelope, took it on a visit. I said, get that to my brother. Get that to my brother Casino, Mike. Get that to my brother Casino, cause right. Casino is outside riding around that black Lexus. He getting money. He around Big. Him and Big is together all the time. I came up with a scheme. I wrote him a long letter. Yo, bro, this is how I first said it. Yo, I'm rapping now. And I wrote this letter to him and I sent it in a visit to give to him. She gave it to him, but it was the bad timing because. How life has it is, by the time I got that tape out to him, he was on the run for some shit that actually mm. put him in prison for 20 plus years. Mm. You see? Mm. And, and, but the tape actually went, I ended up getting to my brother and the rest of my homies. And niggas was like, all right. And, 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 it, and it was like, yo, okay. Niggas is riding around, okay. Like, this is uh, what man doing, like. Was hey. you over beats? I was over beats. Yeah. What, beat, what beats was you rapping? Um, <laughs> it was, it, it was, I had some instrumentals. I think it was some Nas shit. Um, it was Monifa, uh, what's the Monifa song? Um, you? It was that. Yeah, what? <laughs> what? Yes, uh, it was that. Wow. So, yeah. when did, when, I mean, you've known each other for a long yeah. time. Yeah. 20 years, probably 18 years, some shit like that, some crazy shit. I've been home, 
Uh, we met when you first yet. got home. I man. ain't been home 20 yet, but almost 20. I think it was 03 or 04 around that time. Yeah, yeah. 03, 04. Yeah. When, you, when do you think that you engulfed yourself and you became a rapper? Um, so after the tape, after I put, got the tape out there, niggas right. kind of was like, okay, nigga. You know, still, I still was insecure about it, you know, but I had the type of love with my niggas. You know, shout out to my brother Daiko. I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for my brother Daiko, my brother Mouse, you know, because I had the type of relationship that was like, yo, bro, whatever you want to do, we going to support. Boy. Mm. We out here getting money. Whatever you want to do. You ain't got to worry about nothing. Whatever you want to do. Right. You, so I said, all right, I want to do this music shit. Niggas like, bet. Was that the response you thought you was going to do? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I knew it was real when my, when my brother, when my brother Dykos, he said, yo, man, I don't know nothing about this shit, man. You, need, you got time and you need to read up on this shit. And, and, and started sending me books to read on, on the business. And then I created the name Hustle Hard Entertainment while I still was in Cayuga, bro. Mm. And I came home. I was Hustle Hard and I, and I told you, niggas, my brother Dyko, my brother Mouse was right there, right there at the jail with that S500, the body before it went to 550, because this is 01, so it was brand new, it was of the year, mm. right? I walked out of that jail, threw a stack of money on me, chains on me, you understand? I was important to people, to certain people, you understand? So everything is relative, like somebody could be a nigga to that nigga, somebody could be the man to somebody else, right. you understand? So to, 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 my, to, to the people that were in my life, I was important enough to them that they wanted to see me do good. And when I came home, I, I was, it was like a thing in my neighborhood. Yo, man, home. And it, was, it, was, it was a big thing. It was, I was celebrated, you know? And, um, and my brothers was like, yo, look, whatever you want to do, we, we hustle hard, what you want to do, let's get it. And I came home. As soon as I got out, I, was, I had never been in a real studio before, but I found a studio. My, shout out to my brother GQ Beast. I found him through family. I said, yo, bro, work with me. Work with me. He said, I bet. We got in there and we started working. And, and, and you know, we started building. And I started to gradually learn how to, you know, rap, you know, make songs and, and shit like that. How long did that process take before you were actually public with it? Well, I originally came home at nine in 01. I caught a val I caught my violation five months later. Doing what? I went to go see my, my Kramer. Shout out to my brother Mo Dog. I went to go see Mo Dog. You know, just me and my brother 80 went up there, just us being real niggas. Mm -hmm. You know, us keeping it real. Mm -hmm. You know, we gonna check on our guys. I still go see my niggas to this right. day. Niggas tell me, oh man, don't pull up. Like, I pull up. And we went to see him on a Sunday. I went to see my PO on a Tuesday. He said, how was your weekend? I said, it was cool. He said, what you do? I said, oh, I didn't do much. Chilling. Said, oh, you didn't do much? I said, all right. Stand up. Stand up. Stand up. I stood up and they all rushed me. <laughs> okay, man. So you was on a visit. <laughs> You was on a visit on Sunday. <laughs> what? Wow. Yes, man. I got a year. I did a year for that. Wow. I did a year. I went. I went to prison for that. I went back up north, 
madder than a motherfucker. And I was in there feeling like, and, and I'm, I'm going so fast, I need you to walk with me. Mm-hmm. In the five months time that I did, in the street, I had made a tape, a CD. It was Hustle Hard Presents Maino. That was my original, original CD. Mm-hmm. And went around giving that out, passing it out, trying to sell it, doing whatever we trying to do. We was in the hood. It was heavy in my hood. But I went back to jail, but it, it made me feel good because I had done something that I had never did. I had done something. And I was in back in prison, like, man, I got a CD out. Like, yeah. you know, I wasn't, you know, on the radio or none of that, but it made me feel good. But it, I also felt like, Man, this, this rap shit ain't ever gonna happen for me. That, one, that was like Hustle and Flow. I'm, I'm back, right, it was some Hustle and Flow shit. When I see Hustle and Flow, I, I almost cried tears because it was it was the same thing. I went, I'm back in jail on a violation. My girl pregnant at the time. The girl that I was with pregnant right now at the time. She like, I'm, I'm having a baby. And I'm like, I gotta go to jail for a year. The I'm, other joint ain't get pregnant though. Hmm? The oh, VR. The Splish Splash. Splish Splash. Shout out to the Splish Splash. Shout out to the Splish Splash. Conjugal. She pregnant. I'm up north. I'm saying, damn, I'm depressed. And niggas are saying to me, yo, bro, everything happened for a reason. And I'm saying, man, I can't understand the reason. Fuck the reason. Fuck life. Fuck rap. Fuck everything. I ain't gonna never be shit. All I'm gonna have is these streets. Because at that point, I started to see something outside of the street. I started to to really play. I really had a thought in my mind that we can make it out. Right. I really had that, that thought in my mind that I could be something other than a revolving inmate. Mm. But now I'm back in here like a revolving inmate, and this shit ain't gonna never happen for me. I'm back in here, and they what talk changed, about Sean. What changed that? I was depressed, and, and what changed that was time was ticking, and then my son was born. My son was born while I was still in prison. And then you start to say, yo, what you gonna do? You gonna give it up, nigga? Right. Talking to myself. This is myself talking to me. You gonna give it up, nigga? Or you gonna give it another shot? Cause now you in the position of being a father, a role model. You know, the funny thing about kids is everything you want for them, deep inside, you kinda want for yourself. That's right. You want them so, to be the better you. The better yeah. person. And it opens your eyes to shit. Right. So, so from that point. So at this point, I'm in prison now. I got a brand new son. I'm saying, what the fuck? I'm coming home to a son. And what am I going to do? Am I going to give this shit a shot? Or, or am I just going to just throw it all away? My niggas is telling me, man, come on. Let's get back to it. Mm. What did that mean to you, your niggas, that you were... You were afraid to tell your dream. Now you getting out. They like, let's get to it. What did that do for you? Now man? they telling you. I'm a, yeah, let's it get made back me. It made me feel good, bro. Because that's what's up. At the end of the day, you know, life is up and down, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like anybody mm-hmm. been in the street know that this shit is a is an up and down thing. You know, right. sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. You we take losses, we losing homies, we losing mm-hmm. freedom, we back and forth beefing with niggas. You know, and 
you know, it's, it's just what it is. And, you know, for me to be in that position and, you know, and like I said, I was of, of, of importance to my niggas because when I stepped out of there, they said, you need a, you need a bus ticket? I said, no, I'm, I'm flying home on a plane. Took a plane home that time. Took a plane home that time. My brother 80 was waiting for me at the, at the airport. Report. In a Range Rover. Mm. You understand? Like, this is, this ain't no rap. This is what it, this is real shit. Like, you could tell who a nigga is by his friends. Right. All his enemies. Right. And I'm saying, without having to spell it out for you, who I was to my people. Right. I was important enough. I meant enough to my niggas. They was waiting for me. Again, here you go, boom, stash some money, boom. Yo, let's go to the crib. Yo, let's pick up some flowers. My girl, I told her I was coming home on one day. I'm coming home on another day. I'm surprised her. Mm. Get home, get my, my, my baby there. Baby there, brand new baby. First time. First time. And it's, it's a scary feeling. Mm. What I'm going to do? I'm only a street nigga that been in prison, never been in nowhere else in my life, mm. but two places in my life is the streets and jail and prison, mm. but I've never been nowhere else. What I'm gonna do? I'm, 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 I'm pretty much with the violence, you understand? I'm pretty much about that. You know, I gotta feed my son, I gotta do what I gotta do, so we still in, you know, we still, I'm still doing what I do, Right. you know, but I got a dream though. Mm. I got a dream, and no matter what I was going through in the street, whether it was beef or things wasn't going the way I was wanted to go, or they was going the way I wanted to go, I was going to the studio, right. and I was going to East 98th and Riverdale, and I was recording, mm -hmm. and I was recording, no matter what, and I was rapping about the shit that I was going through. I was rapping, I was rapping, and then at the same time, I was making alliances in the industry. You know, I you was- You linked back up with Kim? Yep, that came later. But I was, I was, I had met K. Slay, and you know, and rest his soul. I had, I had linked up with K. Slay. Shout out to Shaka Dawn. Shout out to Mary J. Blige, sister Latanya, um, my man Hood, because they was all an integral part of of, of me meeting K. Slay. And K. Slay, and I want to say this. Rest in peace. Right, rest in peace to K. Slay, the drama queen. Who the first person to put me on the radio, first person to give me an opportunity, right, in Hot 97. It was very, very, very serious to me, right? K Slave's favorite restaurant was Mr. Child's. Anybody that knows K Slave will tell you that's his favorite restaurant. But what people don't know, the person who took him to Mr. Child's was me. For the first time. First time, because we wanted to impress him. Like I said, my, my niggas getting money. Right. Why was it important for you to impress K Slater? Because you can't look like you need a favor, even if you need one. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. It's a music business. The music business is judged by the eye, never the hand. Mm -hmm. And it's like, can't be out here looking like. You, like, oh, this nigga bummed me. Ask like, ask like you need it. You right. can't so, look needy. It was me and my brother Dyke. Mm. Shout out to Dyko. Can't remember. Uh, Shaka. We, we, we took K Slater, Mr. Childs. My first time in Mr. Childs. 
We went to Mr. Child's and we talked. I was like, yo, man, I really want to do this rap shit, man. I had been home no late, no longer than two weeks. Would would you have? I was, I was a bunch of, like shit that I was just rapping in in, in the studio. No, I mean at Mr. Child's. Oh, <laughs> I remember having those uh, salt and pepper prawns. Prawns. Not even that. If Sat we takes? had that, I don't remember. If we had the suck, we definitely that that definitely. Sat- 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 but what was distinctive to me is the first time I ever had a, the the lettuce wrap. Oh, lettuce chicken, wrap, chicken yeah, lettuce wrap. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so so I smile when when you know with the thought of of K Slay, who is a very very integral part of my coming up, and and the thought of him and his favorite restaurant was Mr. Chow's, and me knowing that, and him knowing. Because we talked about that before he died, was that that was his f- favorite place, but the first person that took him there was yeah. me. Right. Mm. Y'all shared that first together. Mm-hmm. That's right. We People don't forget together. stuff like that, I'm man. Hearing, I'm hearing a lifetime full of impressions. One thing you said real early on in the story is how impressionable you were as young men in the streets with nothing around to be impressed by. Mm-hmm. Except for the niggas who were getting money, different cars, mm-hmm. different cables. I mean, that's what it is, though. Like, the, what he's not describing is that environment. Uh, abandoned buildings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the streets was fucked up. Everything cracked up. Mm-hmm. You you riding a bike down that shit, you could fuck up your spokes and all that. Mm-hmm. Like, the whole environment was just fucked. Mm-hmm. It looked like yes. shit. And then he, gets impre- then he gets to jail. And what leaves an impression on him in there, this nigga's rapping. He was rapping. Mm-hmm. And now he's out with that impression, though, both of those impressions still on him. I'm talking about you like you're not sitting here. Both right. of those impressions still on him. He gets out, and now he's leaving an impression on other people. Mm. People are now coming behind him because he's the thing that's... He's leaving the impression. He's leaving the inspiration behind mm. for X, Y, Z, A, B, and C. You know, C. I often ask myself, why me? Right? Mm-hmm. When I think about being in prison, I think about... People that was rapping, and I was sitting around, I would watch them, I would listen to them. And they all had the same dreams as me. Mm-hmm. I actually had those dreams way later than they did. Mm-hmm. I say, why me? Why, why, what made me special? Sometimes I ask myself that. What made because, you special? Yeah, because it was time, listen, it was a time that I didn't understand the love that I was getting. I, I had like, people were singing my songs, they was knowing me, and I would, I would like, be bugging like you want a picture of me? <laughs> That's it was, it's footage of me breaking down, crying. Yeah, that, now this was the moment. Yeah, like Damn. I didn't understand. I did because I didn't understand. I was going through something, some shit, some real shit. You know, my brother had got paralyzed. You know, the police had shot him, and he he got paralyzed. And I had been on the road, and. When I was on the road, I hadn't been in New York for like a month. So when I came back, all the above was like lit. And I was hold, in the hands. Hold on, hold on. We going too fast. How did you get that record in the first place? Oh, T-Pain, oh, he's at the top of his game. He's, yeah. he's like the hottest nigga in the world. Jay, Jay kind of, shout out to Hove, he kind of tried to cancel the whole auto-tune shit, the T-Pain shit. It didn't work. Shit was still rocking out here. Yeah. T-Pain is the hottest shit in the world. How did you get him to do a record um, with you? I had met T-Pain. And it is another thing about me. Um, people know I like to be out. 
I'm, a, I'm, I'm an outside nigga. Right. I like to be in the clubs. I like the girls. They, they, they know that about me. You, you know what I'm saying? Everybody, you know what I mean? Everybody know yeah, that. Yeah, oh, we, like didn't, we didn't know that. Who, who, yeah. Who, 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 yeah. Who, who, you were shutting. You were shutting light. They don't tell me. You know I fuck bitches that's on TV, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, don't talk to me Oh, different. we almost skipped over something. All right. I'm going to let you tell us. I, I was a groupie. Like, you got to stop. Don't do that. Don't do that. No, you had a hit yeah. list. <laughs> don't say you was, yeah, you was I, like, they I like lie, me. Your hit list is you, legendary. You was, you was a little hot. You was a little hot, but I was like, oh. I, I remember hearing distinctly one day. In Queens? In a record. Uh, you said you finger popped Keisha Cole on the dance floor. Yeah, and I paid for that for that line because <laughs> Keisha, for me, you know, being out, let me tell you, this is a true story. Right. I w that never happened. That never happened. That never happened. First off, okay. I was Are running. You disappointed. I was running my mouth on that right there. Right. And you remember Sony Studios? Of course, Fifty Fourth and Tenth. Fifty Fourth and Tenth. Yeah. All right, a lot of niggas don't remember Sony Studios. I was over there one day and I had left, and then I came back. They said, "Yo, Yo, Keisha Cole and, and Remy just came in here looking for you." I said, what? Looking for, looking for me? They said, yeah, they, they was mad. You know, Remy used to have like a, like a 645 back then. Right. Everybody remember that? Right. So I said, they looking for me? They said, yeah, nigga. I said, all right. This is after the, the after record? After the line. I don't know if it's, I don't know it's about that yet. But it never happened. It never happened. Never happened in just, Club Rain. That never happens. Never happened. So what all happened cool. was... I was at, remember Ruby Falls, it turned into soul and then it turned into something else? Uh-huh. Ruby Falls. Remember Ruby, Ruby Falls? Ruby, 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 yeah. Yeah. Ruby Falls. Ruby Falls, and then it turned into soul, then it turned into something else. Yeah. And they just had a DJ booth up, up in the sky, like it was a DJ booth up there. And I was in there, same night. Same night. Shit is just flying down on me. Mm. They dropping shit on you? Shit is dropping down on me. Now this time, I was, I was pretty active in the club area. <laughs> Put niggas in comas over there. Like, right. Oh, man. So shit flying, I'm like, who the fuck playing with me like that? And I'm looking, I'm saying, oh, somebody throwing lemons? Who the fuck throwing lemons at me? Now I'm like, what the fuck, dog? We go up to the DJ booth. It's Keisha Cole. She like, yeah, nigga, that's me. <laughs> 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 she like, yeah, nigga. <laughs> Fuck is wrong with you? I got a nigga. You you saying shit on records and all that. You don't even. I'm a real bitch, and I was like, yo, I was yo. That was one of the more. I was I was like, yo, I was laughing. I was like, oh lord. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you not. So you going up there? You like, nah. Yeah, I didn't son. know who it was. Nah, niggas throwing shit. And it was. And then and you it, see her. Yeah, she was right there. <laughs> but I, I got so much respect for her because we wound up getting mad cool after that because she was she 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 checked me. Yeah. She checked me right then and there. Nigga, I'm a real bitch. Nigga, like, I understand. I know what type of nigga you is. Like, don't be saying shit like that. I got a nigga. <laughs> I was like, all right. Okay. Okay. I know what went through your mind, though. Because uh, you like, if you ain't have a nigga, then what? You gotta stop. Come on, you gotta say, come on. I heard stop. the lingo. He said it three stop. times. But it never happened. Keisha Cole, though. No, that particular thing never truth, happened. Man. I was that talking crazy. Yeah, never happened. You just I was talking crazy. crazy. I was talking crazy. Was That's talking the only crazy. time you talk crazy. I fuck with Keisha Cole, though. She real. I ain't gonna care. So, so, but this is around the time you dropped the rumors record. 
Mm. This is after rumors, so I was a little. I had a little name already. Right. Rumors changed my life. See, people, people think they like they're like high hater. Like high hater wasn't nah, put rumors. me in the game. Mm -hmm. Rumors would put me in the game. Mm -hmm. yeah. He said, she said. I heard Suge smack game. I ain't say I seen Suge smack game. I said I heard Suge smack game down in Miami. I just came back from down in Miami. <laughs> <laughs> How he many said, conversations yo, listen. did you have to have after this record came out? Rumors put me in the game, because prior to Rumors, I was just like a mixtape DVD. Like, in the DVD era, right? Oh, man. You know, yeah. shout out to Smack. Shout out to French. French Montana. Shout out to, uh, shout out to Craze. Shout out to uh, all, all, all of the guys that was, that was very... Integral in in that era right there, right? With the, the the DVD era, I felt like is where people got to to see me and got to feel me. And it may it may not always been rap because I never felt like niggas felt I was their favorite rapper. Yeah, but niggas would be like, I fuck with me. Man, no, yeah, yeah, he a real nigga. Like the way he talk. Yeah, I how he act. I fuck with that nigga. You yeah. know, I don't, I don't yeah. know about his music, I don't know his raps, but that's a real nigga. Yeah. So I had yeah. that on my side. Mm -hmm. And rumors now put the, the industry on me. Because when I made that, I had record labels calling me. Mm -hmm. And I, niggas was calling me, yo, this is such such such. I was like, get the fuck out of here. This is, <laughs> I had never believed that yeah. that was even true. true. Yeah. You understand? Like I said, I only been in the streets in the prison. Right. So now I make a record. This is 18, 19 months later. I'm in the prison. I just came like my, my son is there, and I make this record called Rumors. I'm talking about everybody in the industry. Video out, shit going viral, shit hit BT uncut. Mm. Niggas is like calling me. Niggas like, yo, such and such from Atlantic. I'm like, who? Remember Just Blaze called me, yo, this Just Blaze, like, where? I'm like, wow, get the fuck out of here. Nigga, everybody calling me. Right. And then um, I get a phone call one night. I was up at the Cherry Lounge. Uptown? Uptown, yeah, because you know, like I said, everybody know I like to be outside. Yeah. yeah. I like girls, I like to kiss in the mouth. I like to be out. You understand? <laughs> My nigga. And, you know. On the dance floor. The nigga said, I like to kiss in the mouth. Hey, listen, everybody got their own vices. Some niggas do cocaine, <laughs> niggas smoke weed, you know? Yeah. Um, so one day I was, up, I, was at, I was at Cherry Lounge and, 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 and Buck, nigga Buck was like, yo, Tone, Tone from Trap Masters, them niggas over at Universal, they want, they want to meet with you next weekend. And I was like, next week. It was, this was like maybe a Thursday. I think Cherry Lounge was on Thursday. Mm -hmm. I was like, all right, cool. So I went home, and that morning he hit me. He was like, nah, they don't want to wait till next week. They want to meet you tomorrow. All right. I want you to meet by myself. Mm. What up? I think I met you that day. I said, what up? You remember, you remember when I was up there? I yeah, said, I met you. I went up there, Motown University. Yeah. First meeting about Dolo. Nigga said, yo, we at, nigga said, yo, he said to me, we, we like, where's your crew at? You know, where's your answer? I said, I don't need no crew, nigga. And he, he, that, that intrigued him. Like, he was like, that, you, you a supremely confident nigga. Like, I'm, I'm who, I'm really the genuine article. I don't have to have niggas with me. Right. Like, I got niggas, and everybody knows that. Right. But this is some on the on the spur of the moment shit. I ain't got time to be, you know, rounding niggas up to come up here. This is some business shit. I ain't right. got time for that. Right. What's up? And he was like, 
wow. And um, he offered me a deal in that meeting right there. Yeah. How much was it? Um, I got signed back then. Uh, my deal was what? 700, 800,000 back then? Yeah. Well, it was a Sylvia, right? So we, 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 we was all there. We was so all there at that same time. On Friday, yeah. I couldn't believe it. Nigga was like, yo, let's do a deal. Look, who's your lawyer? I didn't even have a lawyer. I went to Gene, like Gene Nelson was like, yo, I got a lawyer. He took me to Long Del McMillan. Same day. He said, yo, you sign on. I'm, I'm your lawyer now. I was like, all right, cool. Yeah. I'm my lawyer now. I didn't even have a lawyer. I wasn't prepared for that shit. Mm -hmm. He offered me a deal. And then, you know, now I got the lawyer. And then I called him back. I said, Long Del, my lawyer. He said, all right, cool, whatever. Yo, man, what it. made you so confident in that? Being a street nigga and you know, like, lawyers and business can be shifty, what made you put that trust in saying, I don't know this shit, but I'm gonna rock with these niggas? Man, I ain't got no other choice. What we gonna do? We gotcha. coming from the grind already. Like, we coming mm. from, the, from a painful place. Right. I better have some type of faith or, or, or hope in this shit. Like I said earlier, you can live off hope. So I've, I'm always, I'm a very optimistic person. I'm very optimistic. I always like to look at things on the bright side. I always like to find a solution in things. I don't like to harp on the issues. It don't matter. Some shit, they might tow my car. Right. I'm like, ah, fuck it. Let me get it back tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Like, that's how I think. I like to think about the solution. Like, fuck, oh, how can we get it back? Right? So I was like having faith in the system. Like, nigga, I'm about to get a record deal. A record deal. Flashback years earlier, I'm just thinking about this shit. Right. Nobody before me ever had a record, a major record deal. Right. Nobody ever had this, a, re a major record deal. Who? Hmm. I'm like, oh God, this is, this is it. This is it. This, this is, is it. it. Did you think about, um, think about when you first started when you was looking at that contract? Yeah. Yeah, and true story, because there's a lot of pieces I skipped out, right? There's a lot of people that played a part in my, in my, in my, that took a notice to me very early on, and I want to I wanna highlight that. One of those persons was Cormega. Cormega did a song with me, actually put me on his song, his album at that time, uh, mm -hmm. Legal Hustle, a song with me, him, and Lakey. Um, back then, so so I like like I, I that was probably the first album. So about the same time I met K. Slay, I had new kid, I had new core mega from, from you know because we knew a lot of the same people. He was cool with my man Flyside, God bless him, my 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 crammy Modog, and everybody knew him, and people knew who I was. And he was like, "Yo, man, rapping like he like fuck it, come to the studio." I jumped on a song, he put it on his album. Right. Um. And then, at the same time, when rumors, rumors were starting to bubble, I got cool with uh, Chris Gotti. Mm. And I was going to the crack house. And I was coming to the crack house a lot, and I was recording with Buck. I was recording in this shit Crack like house that. is a studio. studio. Yes, studio. please. For those yeah. you don't studio know. Studio by the old Barty Nine. Yeah. Right Jesus next door Christ. to Barty Nine. And um, Irv would come in there, and he'd be like, not paying me no mind and shit. And one day, he was like, all right. But I was buzzing. Rumors was buzzing. I was getting shows. I was going to Virginia performing. Did Rumors. you ever have any issues? I mean, you tell, you talk, we talked about the Keisha Cole thing. But you said so many names on rumors that I was like, one, when I first heard it, I was like, 
oh, this is like the How to Rob joint. It was. It was my, I was it was like, my How okay. to Rob. I always, and I always anticipated you and Fifth linking up. Yeah. I was, Fifth, Fifth, 50 helped me. I'll tell you about that. Right. 50 helped me. 50 came to my, my rescue. Um, well, before I get there, let me just say, right. Irv and, and Chris. Chris wanted Irv to sign me. The day I signed my deal at Motown Universal, right after I signed, I got off the elevator, I got a call from Chris. Him and Irv was on the phone. Yo, what up? It was good. I said, man, I just signed. I just signed. It was too late. I had just signed. Mm. This is a fact. I had I walked off the elevator, Later, walking out, I had just, just signed at wow. my lawyer at the Lawndale office. So Chris had believed in me, but I don't think Irv was really paying me no mind until we got too late. And he was like, man, fucking Irv never listened to me. Like, you know what I mean? Mm. Now, as far as who, who, who had issues with me, nobody outright had issues with me. Um, I think the, 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 the only person who, because I was, after rumors, I, I was still running my mouth. I was talking crazy. I was talking crazy. I was trying to get attention. Like, right. you understand? And I didn't know no better. And plus, at the time, I'm feeling like I'm equipped to deal with this. Right. What comes with? Talk. What comes with? This? Rappers? Still looking down at them. <laughs> right. I'm not saying no rappers. Yeah, it's no way I can lose. Did but, you still, but, did you still look at yourself as a non-real rapper? Did you still look at yourself as a street nigga pretending to be a rapper? Yes. That's what I Right? Did. Yes. <laughs> I can't lose. That's why I asked him when did he become a rapper. Oh, I got it. That's like, why I asked him when The wolf and the sheep hoodie. No, like, it's rappers. I, I knew where the rappers There's no way in the world. I'm, my oh. I really, at this point, I really own my neighborhood. I'm really, I'm, 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 I never, <laughs> I never tried to embellish or try to be more than what I was. Ever. You can go back and look at my old interviews. I was always the same nigga. I really, <laughs> yo, listen, rappers, I, I couldn't lose. Trust but me. What you were <laughs> was fully equipped to deal with was, whatever came from rappers. Yeah. Look at his, what I'm hearing. Yeah, at that point, that's what I'm understanding. I just want to hear it. Said, listen, I'm not, I tell niggas in, in a heartbeat, at this point, I'm super, like, I'm super strong. Mm -hmm. I'm super strong. 20 niggas any given time. Yo, meet me uptown right now. 20 niggas. Any given time, I'm super strong. Meet me uptown right now. You already know. You, you know what it is. Right. On, on, let's go. On site. Anybody. Let's go. What's the niggas down there right now? Let's, y'all know what to do. Right. At this time. Mm -hmm. Now, not so much. <laughs> not so much now. <laughs> you know what I mean? This is made away Hollywood. Like, <laughs> He wearing bucket hats. He got on uh, Hoochie Daddy shorts. Like, we talked about that. You just talked about that. It's that change, right? So, but when did you become so, a rapper? Uh, so the only person who, <laughs> when, I, when I went through this phase in my career of right. like talking and saying niggas' names in in, in records, the only person who was like. Was like matching my aggression, and I was seeing them niggas, and it was like, it's Jim Jones. Mm. Mm. My brother was not with it mm. at all. Mm. Was not with it. He was not with it. And I was seeing them niggas, and we were seeing each other, and it was like, 
you know? Yeah. And and nothing ever happened, you know? But nothing. You, nothing ever happened. We had you no, know, we had a couple run-ins and shit like that, and we had some words, but it never escalated, nothing ever physical and shit like that, because right. the, the thing was we had mutual homies, you know, and, and, and shout out to Sheik and shout out to uh, you know, um uh, Mel Matrix and you know, shout out to the homies though, because you know, shout out to 3D who always was like, you know, yo, Jomo and yo, 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 yo uh, Jim Jones, that's my man, man. I'm telling you that. And he's cause he was tied to niggas in the star. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So we was tied before we even knew it. That's how like that's how the world, that's how the world is. Yeah. You know, we was tied before we even knew it. So he was the only one that really was felt some kind of way and let me know. You know what I'm saying? That he was on that type of time, but you know, at that time, you know, it, 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 it was the era. It was the yeah, era. It was the era. It was the era because whatever. Of, yeah, whatever. because it wasn't too many niggas that you was gonna see outside. Right. And I was outside in club show on Wednesday, lobby on Tuesday. I was I was around, right. so it was not like I wasn't available. <laughs> I wasn't throwing rocks and hot in my hands like niggas do today. Right. Like I mm. never was. I was never that nigga. Right. Like you would you would see Mano in traffic, like because. He's gonna be out. I'm about to say you was more than you was more than you was more than around. Everybody know. Everybody got their thing. I like he to likes be to be out. out and he kisses him in the mouth. Right. So That's what like, he do. Yeah, I like to be out. He so, go, no, I'm, I'm laughing. I was upset when they tried to play you when you was talking about the type of joints you deal with and the role playing thing. And I'm like, no, 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 that, yo, wait, 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 so Jim was the only one, so game, all of them, they never said nothing about. Nah, I mean, nobody, nah, nobody never said nothing. It was almost to the point where I was like, didn't the niggas, did niggas hear this shit? <laughs> maybe they hear it. Like, maybe they hear it. Like, but you gotta understand, like, I was I was very loved and strong in my neighborhood. So, you know, beefing with rappers at that point in my career was was would have been like not a not a not a not a feat to handle right. for me. You know what I'm saying? Because right. at that point, I was probably superior because I was more connected to the street than probably a rapper was. Mm. You can't, you couldn't, like, hey, you're gonna be the nigga that's really still here. Right. I'm really still here, right? So when I come outside, I'm coming outside, I'm pulling up on the block. This is my block. This hammer's over here. These little niggas is going. Right. This drugs over here. Like, this is what, this is our block. This is what we, this, still going on. this is our shit. So what we say is what, is what the law is. So at that point, it was like, I was with it. It didn't matter. Y'all want to do that? You sure you want to do that? Come on, you can't win doing this. We could do this. Right. You know? But now, okay. Fast forward. You got the deal. Yeah. T-Pain record. Oh, but no, I got dropped from that deal first. Right. Because that first deal didn't work. Right. Mm. And them niggas said, you can go. What didn't work? 
The Universal deal. Sylvia Rowan's on. Yeah. With Tone. Tone left. No, he didn't leave. He didn't he was, leave by was, that time? Was, uh, no, he was, he was coming to the office with his shoes off. You know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about, though. But he left shortly <laughs> after that, though. No, okay. Right after that. He is. Yeah, yeah, shortly so, after that. You got the deal. I got dropped, and then I was in handle record deal. And then 50 came to my aid because this is what happened. I, this is a true story. And um, my brother 80 had got cool with 50 when I was on my on my uh, violation. So when I come back off my violation, 50 on fire. Niggas, you know, you know, um, it's niggas that 50 was affiliated with that grew up with me, you know, Monster Baja. That's my neighborhood. That's where we come up in the same, in the same place, you know. His cousin Mel that got killed years ago. One day after I got dropped, my, my brother was in the office. I don't know, one day he was up there with 50 in 50 office. I don't know how he got up there that day. Come on, load me up. And bang. And he says to him, yo, Yo, what y'all doing? He said, yo, yo, yeah, we talking to Atlantic, because we was talking to Atlantic. Now, mind you, I got dropped. Mm -hmm. Kicked off the label. And for any rapper that knows you get dropped off a label, it's a, it's a blow to your, to your, to your, to your confidence. confidence. Yeah. Mm -hmm. mm. You feel like you're not as good, like you fell back in the hood. A drop. You know what I'm saying? I'm looking like a failure, right? You get to keep the money? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, actually, I actually got paid out. They don't ask for the I had a, I had a, I had a, because in the con, the clause is the, is it pay or play? Mm -hmm. Or play, no, it's play or pay. Mm -hmm. Meaning, if they're not gonna, they're not gonna put your album out, mm -hmm. there's a clause that says that they had to give you the rest, the rest of what's in that budget. Yeah. So it was maybe like, it wasn't a lot of money in About 30,000. Like, no, no, it was maybe like 80, 90,000 left 90, in my budget that they had to give to me. So I actually walked away with some money, right? And so now, 50 says, yo, what y'all doing, man? Like, what's up? He said, man, man, we talking to Atlantic, but man, we don't know what's going on. Like, these niggas, we've been talking for months. He said, well, he said, yo, you want me to call? And he said, yeah. Now, yeah. Which, now which 50 cent is this? Is this 2005. 50 cent? Yeah. Oh, yeah, nigga. Okay. Mm -hmm. Hell yeah, nigga. What's this, like, 05, 04, 05? Like, 06? This is... This is the beginning of 07. Okay. Yeah. Mm. He says to him, you want, me to, you want me to call over there? He said, yeah. Why, why not? 50, call Craig Cowman. Hey, let me speak to Craig Cowman. All right, cool, 50 cent. Yo, what's up, Craig? Yo, man. Yeah, man, what y'all what doing with Maino, man? Craig like, yeah, you know, we talking. He said, listen, man, I, yo, if I if I could sign them, I would. Like, niggas got their movement, they strong, like, what's up? What's, like, come on, man, like, if I if, if I could do it, I, I would. He's like, oh, really? Oh, okay. Hung up. When they hung up, they was on my line. Yo, you got a meeting. 
<laughs> Megan, pull up. 50 just called. <laughs> 50 just called. I shoot, I was in Brooklyn. Yeah. Shoot up to, to Atlantic Records. But when I come there, I had just made High Hater. I had just made it. First record I played. He said, oh my God, you got a smash. I had made High Hater when I ain't had no deal. I got dropped, then made it. Wow. I dropped, then made it. So this is what I'm saying about not giving up, about always seeing things on the, on on the right side. Mode. On the positive yeah. mm -hmm. I got dropped. I was at the bottom again. Kicked off. Get the fuck out of here, nigga. We don't need you. We don't need no nigga named Mano. Fuck you, nigga. And then you went on. Then I went to the studio and made hot hater. And, uh, and a couple weeks later, you were all over the radio. Nope. It was like a year later. A year later. It took, it took that you long. You had hot hater for a year? Because when I played it for Craig, we had to do the deal. That takes time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. People understand, deals take time. So the other deal happened in one day. Well, yeah, they offered me the deal one day, but I didn't get signed it until a few, a few days, like a few, a few weeks later. later. Okay. But this one took a, like, like, a, like a couple months, right? I wound up signing the deal closer to the summer. You know what I mean? And it was a bigger deal. I got more money. But I hate it when I ain't coming until 2008. This is the process. You got I, I was cool with the process though. Remember, I got faith in th the journey because what I'm coming from is like, nigga, I don't wanna go back there. Right. Because I'm surely gonna kill somebody. Surely. That's right. gonna happen. Right. All right? So let's put faith in this. Because we can live off hope and faith. Like this is gonna work. Nigga, we just. I didn't, nigga, we just came, nigga, we just got kicked off the label a couple months ago, thrown in the, in the garbage, and then what? 50 put the call in, now the white man is on my motherfucking line, and I just happen to have a hit record ready. Wow. Perfect timing. Yo. It's timing and synergy. That's Those are you. big deals. When you ask yourself, why me? Why did this happen? That's why you. Yeah, because a, a lot of other people gave up. I By that time, who, a lot of people said, you know what, man, fuck this shit. I know niggas who didn't make it past the lawyer. That's right. When it was time to get a lawyer, they yeah, they everything. Not trusting the lawyer. I do want to ask anything. one question, though. Why did 50 say he couldn't sign? For whatever his reason was at the time. He could have used his budget up. Whether, whether budget, his situation at whatever, at Interscope, whatever his reason was. Mm -hmm. You know, everything doesn't, it's not the same, or everything doesn't, really pan out to be what, for what people perceive it to be. For whatever it was, right? You might have a deal with a label, but you might have a deal and then, you know, that the new budget might not open to fucking three, four, five Can't months do from it now. Right now right. And he knew that we wanted it bad. He knew that we wanted it bad. And he had enough respect for my brother to say that, yo, my nigga, yeah. what's up? Nigga, you want me to put that call in? And he put that call Shout in. Shout out to Fifth for making that yeah, happen. Yeah, that was dope. Man. Mm -hmm. That was dope. That's dope, man. Everybody I, says I like Fifth does a shit lot. like that. Right, that's you, don't, you don't get to hear, like, you know what I mean? Like, the, yo, this person helped me out of here. And da, 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 da. Right. You don't hear too much of that. Right. Usually hear, oh, I got robbed my first deal. Oh, this shit was shitty. Man, it don't matter if I robbed my first deal. Me. You know what I mean? I'm coming from the street. Well, I'm surely going to do something. Right. right. Right? It don't even matter. 
to me. Because the option to have an opportunity is greater than the problems I got. Because I got real problems, I got real issues. Baby, baby mama going crazy. Everything, everybody around me is criminals. All we do is, in, mm. you understand? Yeah. That's all we do. That's all we ever know how to do. So, nigga, you gonna give me a record deal? At that point, I, I would probably sign for nothing. Mm. Just to stay out of it. Just to have an opportunity because I, I wanted to be, like I said earlier, I started this conversation by saying, music to me always a way out. A way out. A way out, bro. A way out. It's painful, bro. It's pain. The streets. It's painful, it's, it's, it's painful. It comes, being a real nigga come with a lot of pain. Pain, yeah. It come with a lot of... Yeah, a lot of disappointment. A lot of disappointment. It come with a lot, a lot, of, of, lot of nights that's Trauma, not... anxiety. Right, it's, it's, see, see you see, with social media, it's, it's, it's fashionable to say you this, it's fashionable to say you that. It's cool to rap about this, it's cool to rap about that, but the, the truth of the matter is, those, those days that I described to you, I would be here describing to you for hours and hours upon hours what it really felt like because it's it's a it's a loneliness, it's a it's a time of of it's it's just it's just bad some of those days. You understand? And it comes with being a real nigga. Yeah. And you gotta accept it, you gotta take it, you gotta accept the fact that you're in prison and you ain't telling nobody. You gotta accept the fact that that you a stand-up nigga. You gotta shoot and then you know niggas are shooting back. You gotta take that. Right. You gotta take the fact that we just lost some money. You gotta Why? take who, who all that. Who came up with that? It's just the, it's just the code, the, 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 the moral code that we follow in an immoral world, mm. in an immoral world, in a savage world that we adapted to. And nobody gave us the rules and said, this is what you're supposed to do. But it was, you know what? Let me change that. They did give us the rules. They said this is what we're supposed to do. The old, the old niggas told us, you can't be out here. You're going you to be with it. Be all the way with it. Right. If you got your feet in it, be stand up. You got you to gotta do time. Be the same nigga that you was. You was blowing your hammer in the street. When you go to jail, do the same thing. Same. We don't want to hear about you getting your shit took. You was letting niggas smack you around and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. You better be about that same activity. Right. All right? So it's a painful existence because those couple of seconds of, you know, niggas like to tell these, these tales, right? Yeah. There's a lot of tales. It's a lot of tales. So a lot I said, of tales. Like, yo, I cut this nigga, I shot this nigga. Right. Those are only seconds. What you, what you had to pay for that was either. Years. Those is longer. Mm -hmm. You shot these niggas, you cut this did. nigga, you stabbed this nigga, whatever you done did. The police came, the CO came, you and paid for, you that. Got for that. Right. right. So every nigga that I done did something to, most of the times, if I didn't get away with it, I paid for that. Mm. Months on months, years on years. Yes. Mm -hmm. What was those days like? Right. How hard was it for you when you decided, yo, I gotta chill? Cause you know they say niggas test you when your gun goes warm. You know what? Honestly, 
I never consciously said that, and I'm glad I didn't because I felt like if I would lie to myself and say, oh, I'm not going to do this and I'm not going to do that, at that point that I would, I would set myself up for some sort of failure. This is what I told, him, I told myself. I said, like, I got to be realistic. Right. And me being realistic, I'm saying, listen, I got to do what I got to do. If a situation happens, I'm going to do what I got to do. And I kept that mentality. I had to because it was more realistic than believing that I was going to, oh, man, you know, I got I to gotta be positive and I can't live some type of life. It was, it was more realistic to me to believe that I had to still be the person that I was if I needed to be. Mm. And I had to in certain instances. Right. But you, but you found a, a nice little streak where you was like, okay, I ain't getting into trouble. I'm going home. Support. Oh, before, oh, before, before I got out. Yeah. Yeah, I wanted to get out, man, nigga. Hell yeah, I wanted. I, yo, listen, you know what I used to say when I was in prison? I used to say, I ain't no jail, nigga. Mm. I'm I not a jail, that shit nigga. Right. Now. right. As, as long as I've been in prison, I am not one of these niggas. And it was three things that I, that I felt like if I became, then I was leaving my spirit in prison. If I became involved with homosexuality in prison, then I was leaving myself and my spirit in prison. If I became a drug addict in prison, then I was leaving my, prison, my, my spirit in prison. If I became stool pigeon or rat in prison, then I would, would be leaving my spirit in prison. Where did you get that? I don't know. It came to me. And I stood silent. I stood, I don't know. Like, I don't know. You know what I mean? I get it. Maybe, maybe it was my mother, bless her soul. Maybe it was my father, bless his soul. I don't understand because I, 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 I I don't know. You don't know how strong you is until you put into situations. Mm -hmm. Until you don't have right. a choice. Until you don't have a choice but to be strong. It's either be weak or be strong. And I never try to make myself to be something more than what I... No doubt, my nigga. I never try to make myself be something more than I was, my nigga. You understand? Mm -hmm. I only adapted to yeah. what it was in front of me. Situation. Right? And you know, I don't. I don't know. Like I, I, I would be in a box, and I would ask myself, like, what I wanted to do and what life would be for me. And the most scariest thought that I would have was not knowing what I was going to do when I got out. Hmm. That was the scariest thought for me. You know, I felt like I could handle everything else. Like I handled the beef with other niggas. I can do, I've been doing, I've been doing that pretty good for right. myself. Right. I can deal with that. But it's the unknown. It's the unknown that was very fearful, very, very, very fearful for me. What was very. your fear? My fear was that I would become one of those brothers that revolved in the prison system. Mm. And just kept going back. My fear was that I would be that. My fear was that 
I would become, you know, one of those old niggas, and you'd be like, damn, OG. Did you know one of those niggas? Yeah. Many. They're all over the place. Many. <laughs> They're everywhere. Many. <laughs> Who was the one in particular that you were thinking about? Um, just, just many. Just in my travels. Like I said, I've been through over 10 different prisons, so it was always an old nigga. Always a nigga that had grades, and I would, I would talk to him, and I would try to understand what his life was like when he was young. Right. Try to figure it out. And, and most of those niggas had been in prison, in and out of prison, for, for most of their lives. And I didn't want to be that. I wanted to give myself a chance. I wanted to do something. I wanted to at least try because I felt this is what I really felt like. And this is what I and this is how I would convince my niggas to give us a chance. I said, listen, let's try the music thing. Nigga, if it failed, we still got the streets. We we know how to do that. Right. right. If it, if it fails. We definitely got that. We know how to do that. If we can't do nothing else, we can do that. But if it wins? <laughs> nigga, we winning. Change our lives. Mm -hmm. Nigga, we winning. You did the impossible. Yeah, we done, we done what niggas couldn't. We done what, what they said we couldn't. We, we done what they, what, what they thought we couldn't, you know? Have you surpassed the expectations and dreams you have for yourself? Hmm. I didn't know I was gonna be here, my nigga. So you did surpass him now. I and I look at it as as life, though. Mm -hmm. When I see the young niggas, I say, "Damn, I was him." I seen something that was so real to me when when Nipsey said, "The only, the only, the only great thing that I done was not give up." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um. I feel the same exact way, and, and I just feel emotional because when I think about all the death. You don't talk about the, this much, huh? All the fucking drama, all Tell. the niggas that you got to say rest in peace to every time you pop a fucking Hennessy bottle open, all the, all the shit that you pouring out on the floor, all the people you thought was going to be yeah. something that yeah. didn't, all the people that they used to be here, mm -hmm. but they're not. Right. All that, that shit just comes you. to mind, bro. And that's what makes Easily. it. That's what makes it important, right? You know, so much going on, and everybody want to posture themselves to be this or that, or you know, niggas want to live in the past and say mm. I was this type of nigga and this type of nigga. And, and I, 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 you know, I think I did. I think I did what I needed to do when I needed to do it. I don't have to make myself to be something more. But what I will say is that I never, never cared about living until I had the opportunity to live, bro. Mm. Until I had the opportunity to actually that. live is when I said, damn, it's cool to live. It's cool. It's life. It's, it's just... It's, it's really, it's, it's, it's good. Shit is dope, man. Yeah. Well, what was that moment? Having your son, your 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 boy saying, yo, man, this record is going to get us out of here. Your first plaque, the sales, the stage show. Because you've accomplished so much 
success. in just 18 months. Niggas wait 25 years for a record deal. You caught that in 18 months off of sheer willpower. Will. The audacity. Will, 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 will was very strong. Mm -hmm. Universe, speaking to your universe and willing Good. yourself into a position is very powerful. Um, well, what's living for Mano? Living is when I see my son, mm -hmm. you don't want to hang out with me no more because he's he 19 years old and he got friends. Yeah. And he say, Dad, I want to. Yo, I'm, I'm gonna get with you later. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cool. I'm a lit pops. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> I, had to, I had to like tell him, I'm like, yo, I just spoke to Dirt the other day. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yo, like, I had to tell my little man, yo, King Flock just DM me, man. Yeah, like, him out. And what he said I'm to cool? you? What he said yeah. to you, man? He said, I'm cool. He was like, word. For real? But you still Which boy was that? The, the uh, basketball? Zay. Oh, yeah, Zay. Zay. That's, that's my guy. That's yo, he cool. shit. That's but you still ain't tell shit. us when you became a rapper. And this is why I wanted to start it like start from the very beginning and come up to now. For everybody that's watching, for all the people who felt like they couldn't see what was gonna happen tomorrow. All the people who live nightmares of the possibility of them becoming people that they didn't want to be because they didn't have options. This is a story of somebody who made a choice, stuck to it. All the above. All the above. All the above. Now, in your path, your influence, the power that you had, how you flexed it, do you ever regret that that part of it. But the negative side of it? Yeah. No, because you can't regret some of the negative because it, it helps you become who you are today. So, you know, I like to say that sometimes you gotta go through hell to get to heaven. So who we, who we were helped us to become who we are today. You understand? So as some of my most negative posturing, some of my most, you know, savage, you know, interactions, you know, help me develop to get to the stage that I'm at right now. Mm. So I, I really can't regret it because without it, then my journey would be different. Right. Do you ever empathize with the people who are on the other end of those interactions? Yeah. Maybe they didn't deserve it? Yeah, like, what's the situations that you look back and been like, nah, I, I, I could have chilled? You know, I say um, I was fully involved. I, I, say, I say that with, uh, with, with the most honest heart. Mm. And, you know, I think about that. You know, some things that I've done in my life that I can't ever get back. But I know that that most of those things that I that I had done was only because that I was I was responding and then I was adapting to a lifestyle and I was adapting to a environment that 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 was actually before me. Mm -hmm. Right. That I was adhering to 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 things that, you know, that I felt like I had to. 
you know, because it just what it just it, it you know it was what it was. It was a different time, and it was like, you know, you know, we had choices. We always had choices. I had friends that went to school and became good people, you know, and I chose the street. Right. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily think that I had to, but it was what it was. You right. know, it was it was what was pulling me. It was what it was beating my heart. It was just what was made me feel accepted and it made me feel whole and it made me feel like a person, you know? You know, you ask kids why they in gangs and you understand that there's, there's something about, you know, a love from, from, from your homies and, 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 and a camaraderie or something. You Family. know, and to belonging, right. you know, it's something about that that makes you feel good. And although we didn't put a name on who we were, we were that, right? you know? Well, what, what kept you from becoming part of the Bloods or the Crips? See, I went to prison at a time when it was, that wasn't out yet. So then when it came out, it was like, I don't need that, I'm who I am. It was fashionable to be who I was. Right. Without it. I got a name over here without that. Right. You niggas need that. Right. To survive or to, and I understood what it was for. Yeah. It was for, you know, originally it was for like camaraderie and 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 to be, you know, uh, uh, solidarity mm-hmm. for us to come together, unity, because it was it was a bad time, you know, it was. You know, it was a lot of racial shit happening, and it was right. like Latin Kings. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, up it, was on it was. It was. Yes. Right. Yes. Yes. So, for that to come together for a purpose, for a reason, cool, definitely. I was for that, and I got asked to be part of that because you know you gotta understand. When I was already up north when it started. I was in the. I was in the box. And when I got out the box, I was like, they got bloods. They got bloods in New York. What do you mean they got bloods in New York? Yeah, what was your reaction? I got out the box January '95. Right. I'm doing another year. I have, like I'm. You know I keep going in the box. Right. I'm a box bing monster. That's what they know me for. Right. So I get out January '05. Niggas like man, they got bloods. Like, I get to, back to Elmira. I just got left Southport. I was in Clinton. I get, I get back to Elmira. They got bl- bloods in New York. What do you mean they got bloods in New York? Right. And at the same time, like you hear, take, you know, listen to this Biggie tape. Hmm. Same exact time. Wow. Like what? Oh, this big shit is crazy. At the same, the same conversation, it's like, what the fuck you mean they got bloods in New York? How? Like yeah, they started blood shooting the Allen. Bloods got started in Allen '93. I didn't know that. I was in the, I was in the box the whole '94. Whole '94 was in the box. I was locked in. I was, I was in the middle of nowhere, like the bottomless pit. When so you I started seeing it, so when I started seeing it, see, it wasn't when I started seeing it at in, 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 when I was in Elmira. What was happening was, you see, it was an interesting time then because what was happening then was a lot of the bloods that was coming. No disrespect to them. No disrespect to them at all. And I say this with all, all respect, but this is, a, this is a fact. A lot of the bloods that was coming up north at that time was dropping their flags because, you know, the Latin Kings and the Ethos, they had already were strong up north. And the bloods were strong in the island. 
they was like, like they had took over the island. It like took over right. instantly. So when they was coming up north, black niggas like, hey, Papa, you was, you was blood. He's like, nah, nah, I wasn't blood. Because they know they, they had the home court advantage up north. Right. So a lot of that was happening. You know, a lot of niggas was dropping their flags, picking it back up later on. Right. You know what I'm saying? You wasn't, you wasn't paying it. You wasn't taking it serious. No, I took it serious, but I didn't think it was going to be what it became. Honestly, honestly, where we at today, we many years later, I looked at it and was like, this is crazy. I didn't, I didn't believe, but I was already who I was. Right. So I didn't need to stand on anything, but... They ever try to recruit you? Yeah. Like, yo, man, you got, got your own set. That. I got offered. You got, I got you offered. The, the I main got, set. You know <laughs> <laughs> I got offered to, to be a part of, of that. He was like, any, any strong nigga, all strong niggas, I believe, got offered to come home and, and be involved with that. I was cool. When I, when I got to Auburn, I was cool with, with many of them. You know what I'm saying? And that, that by this time, they was like up north, flagging, not giving a fuck. And I would I would be in the yard with them. Yo, you need to come home, my nigga. Yo, you need to come home. Like, well, nah, my nigga. Like, I I I was I was comfortable with who I was. Right, right. And I and I felt like becoming that at this point wasn't who I was. It wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't a, I didn't think it was a strike. Right. I thought it was almost like a demotion, like, nigga, you don't need that. You 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 work hard and, and, and stood on your own. Right. You know, you went to war when you need to go to the war, you 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 took your bur your, your, your 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 bruises, you gave them, did your time, you bled, you shed blood, like you didn't none of that was because of an affiliation. Right. That was all because I I was standing on my own. Right. But you didn't look at it as like a, a weakness for other people. For some niggas it was. This was it was almost the easy way out. I yo listen, I know niggas that I knew that was in the four building. That wasn't as It wasn't mm, like that. Mm, yeah. In the, in the beginning when that shit start, first started happening, it was a lot of soft niggas. It's niggas that niggas say their names to like, this what day. You, what are these niggas doing hey, listen over to me. Listen to me. Listen to me very carefully, my dog. It's niggas that niggas say their name today, and they saying with praise. And I said, I know that nigga. I know him before that. I remember how he was before that. The nigga that you know, I don't necessarily know that nigga. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, right. I don't necessarily know the nigga that you talking about. Right. He did what? He who? Y'all looking for him? Right. Mm. But I'm but I'm but I, there was a couple of my men's that was official who got wrapped up in it. And and that's when I kind of started being like, okay. I guess this shit is here. Oh, it's here. Yeah. You gotta accept it who it is. Cause I got a lot of my loved ones, a lot of my loved ones. And I don't, I don't want nobody to get this misconstrued because niggas will look at this and take this the wrong way. I and mean, before we know it, a nigga be making a video. Fuck me, no, fuck nigga, you bitch nigga. It, it'd be out tomorrow. Right. What I'm saying is that at the at the particular time that I was up north and it was just starting. 
it wasn't built yet. Mm-hmm. So a lot of guys was putting them flags in their pocket, dropping them and, and claiming that they never was. Mm. I watched this with my own eyes. I've held niggas down because of that. Because, you know, when you talk about certain names that was ringing in these eras, those are my guys. Those, these are my childhood friends. These are my, these are my, these are my, these are my counterparts. These are my, these, these are the guys who I came up with. And we was together and we would watch this and none of us was that. So we would, you know, you was a young nigga, you was coming up north, we would like, yo, what's up, nigga? Like, nah, I was, you know, and niggas would, t- niggas tell you, know, I was blood, but you know, I don't know how it is up here. I- I've had these conversations on my dead mother. Mm-hmm. Had that, but that was then. Like I said, a couple years later, it was, they had it. They flood the block. They had it. And I gave him the same respect. Right. Yo, nigga, you got it. It ain't for me. But I respect you. Right. I respect you. It is what it is. I don't, I don't like look look at niggas down, but for some niggas, I guess, it's just, it's, it's the same thing as anything. Niggas go up north and become Muslim. Mm. Niggas go up north and find mm-hmm. something, you know what I'm saying, to be a part of, to help them cope with the pressure or whatever. Right. You know what I'm saying? And you know, I was, uh, I was, I went off. I got knowledge yourself, God body. You know what I'm saying? And anybody, t- I, man, I was uh, robbing niggas, robbing niggas. So I was going, I was. And then that. you found rap. I found rap. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. When did you start to respect rappers, if that ever happened? Hold on, hold on, before you even go there. So to see that, and now to be working on albums with someone who was kind of like involved. I love it, bro. Listen, Jim, Jim, Jim is my brother. Like Jim is, Jim is really, like when you see me and Jim together, like we really friends, bro. Like we really, really, really close. And that's a beautiful thing because y'all ain't get along before. Nah, right. And that's the thing, like we like, Bro, we go to each other's cribs. We know each other's family. His mama called me. All that. Like, right. we really, we really family. Like, like it's things that, that hap- it's happening off camera. Like, you know what I'm saying? He coming to my crib to pick me up. And you know what I'm saying? It's, it's shit that's happening off camera. Like, it's a beautiful thing, bro. Like, for, for, for niggas to not be from a certain section in, in common, but to have experiences in common. Right. Lobby. You understand that mm. pain, the tenement, the peanut butter and jelly, the eggs, the face to face, the king vitamin. You understand what I'm saying? Right. Right. You know those 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 things that growing up in the ghetto in this era we got in common. Right. And for us to connect, for us to 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 become family, for us to create business together, get money together. Right. Beautiful thing, man. It's it's not enough for that happening in the game. So it's a, it's it's. You guys are like um, role models. Now nah, you're, you're sitting models? in the, not role models in the in the set of like yo do everything I did. Right. But I like to look at myself as inspiration. Inspiration. Motivation. Right. You understand? Like motivation. Like when you when you when you I like to look at myself and I always like to look at myself as somebody that people can identify with more or less than the 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 
the role model. Niggas are like, oh, these old niggas talking about they lobby boys. Well, here's the thing about that. Us saying that we lobby boys is us saying that where we come from, oh. not where we at today, right. mm -hmm. but we... But where we come from, the struggle, the pain, the, the suffering that we come from, the fact that dreams were lost, the fact that we had family members and loved ones that didn't make it to this era, the fact that we made it out, that's what that's about. Look, if you're from New York, you was involved in anything, or you was one of them guys in your neighborhood, or, or you just had camaraderie in your neighborhood, Everyone congregated right. in the lobby. Right, right. Or, the lobbies would or, be thick. Lobbies. Some, some, some niggas ain't like to visit their girlfriends. Yeah, because of the lobbies. Because, because of the, lobbies. the niggas. The lobbies. They right. used to and be in the lobby they, all the it's time. A, it's a symbol. Right. Right. It's it's a symbol. Right. It's a, it's a you know it's a it's it's a landmark. It's in front of the building, behind the building, depending on what your project was built like. Right. Depending on what your neighborhood was built like, you know, in front of the corner store, you know, in the, in the, on, the pro, on the project benches, on, in the courtyard, like with, with black, young black men and Hispanic men, we congregated, we had dreams, we had aspirations, we had, we had thoughts, we had, we had goals that we thought we was gonna, we was gonna achieve, you know, and then a lot of us didn't make it, right. you know, so many of us didn't. You know, we we watch those 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 things happen. You know, we seen those stories unfold. You know, so that's what the lobby was about. It's about us having that in common. You know, the peace is the door knocker. You know, I grew up in apartment two B. You understand know I me? Mean? My mother, my, my my brother, my my father. You know, we grew up there. You know, in you know, Louis Armstrong houses and and they rock where I'm from. You know, said that. We didn't have lobbies. We got lobbies, nigga. We got small, but we got lobbies. Right. You know, the thing, it, <laughs> the thing is, like, right. us having that in common wasn't small, it was big. Right. Because when you think about the struggle, so many, so much, so much of us have that in common. Right? So when we talk about me and Jim being at ours in the beginning. We had more in common than we had at odds. Mm -hmm. We had more in common. But how did y'all get to? I was gonna ask. To how, how did y'all change that around? Atlanta. Them niggas was three thousand deep. Who? Hmm. Jim Jones. Three thousand deep. Three billion deep. <laughs> I right. was going. You know, <laughs> never forget. I was in. I was in uh, Lennox. We talked about this. I was coming up the escalator in mm -hmm. Lennox. I was with a girl. I had, I had I only had like maybe two people with me. It was my man AD and it was another somebody else. They was in front of me though, mm -hmm. and I was lagging behind. And I was coming up the escalator, and I seen them coming down the L L escalator, and it was like they was going down, and I was going the ooh wee. It was like the line of niggas that he had was never ending. <laughs> so trust me, you know I'm I'm a I'm like a I'm confident. Mm -hmm. And if I gotta do, I don't mind. Like I will do what I gotta do. Like I'm, I, I, I go and I do what I gotta do. Right. But I will tell you that we lost. <laughs> we lost. It's plain simple. You lost. Plain simple. We lost. The odds is just too. It was just too great. Right. 
Three billion niggas was, was, you know what I mean? It was just right. too great. It was just so many niggas that he had with him. It was a lot of niggas. And then they was going down, and I was going up. And then I started walking. And then something told me, turn around, turn around. He was coming right back up. Look at him come behind me. The whole line. Come behind me. And then he started right. walking on the side of me. And then, you know, we stopped. We started getting this couple words. And, you know, it, but, you know, he had people that, that, that was there, like Sheik, you know, Melly, that, that, that knew us. So right then and there, me and him went into a, into a store and talked one-on-one. It was something, I'm just what, what was the conversation? Yo, nigga. It, it was just like an introduction. What's up, nigga? Like, what up, nigga? Like, you know what? Like, none of this, like, this, like, we basically the same. Like, yeah, like, what we yeah, doing? Yeah, not, but not word for word, but it was just like, we connected, my nigga. I'll tell you this. Yeah. From that moment on, we connected. From that moment on, like, we connected. And I would see him, like, what up, nigga? Like, it was love. From that moment on, we we've been cool, super cool. Like we 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 superior close now. Like this is like n nothing now. Like to see me and him together, to see me at an event with him or whatever, or him family around mine or his, my family around his. Like it's nothing to see that now. Right. But that took years in 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 of building a relationship, which I love the fact that we built that relationship. You know what I mean? We speak every every day, every single day. You know what I mean? And and I love the fact that you know, my relationship with Fab, East, like me and Fab. Because these are people that you yeah, didn't yo, get along with. Yeah, me and Fab speak every day. Wow. Every single day. Got every day. Fab. Every day. So I apparently I got to speak to him every day for him to come on the show. So, <laughs> so when did your mind frame turn around? When did your mind frame now turn around? Because now you, you, you fucking with the rappers well, now. Well, well, I got to ask this question. Did your mind frame change? After Urban Plaza. Urban Plaza. I'm gonna go back a little bit. So, um, I get a phone call one day, and my man is like, yo, this nigga, this, this nigga talking wild, crazy about you. I'm like, who? Who is he? This, yo, this guy named Tax, he's bugging on you right now. I'm like, yo, who is this nigga? Do my homework. We had words on Twitter. You know, Twitter, you don't know who you're talking to. It's like a, it's a fucking picture and words. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know you, man. Like, have somebody you know call me or something. I don't know you. And um, I started hearing more about him. And he was taking shots at me and Troy. Now, Troy grew up, he's a generation after me um, in Crown Heights. A lot of the people he was around, I knew, yeah. I knew they older brothers. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, yo, what is, I don't know what the issue is. I had a little situation. I found out, yo, he's being starred. Okay, I had a little situation at the Ark. Was that one of them niggas? I don't know. The Ark? Right with Okay. Right? We ain't going too deep into that. Right. I was like, what's that one? I don't know. Mm. And I just kept hearing them say shit about me. And I'm like, all right. I'm not paying this no more. Five mics, shout out to five mics. 
He was with T.I. T.I. had a show that night. He's like, yo, pop out. I'm like, yo, I'm right for this battle. I ain't even trying to do it. You know, just had a baby, all that shit. A couple hours later, I walk in the room. My girl is crying. I'm like, yo, what happened? She's like, yo, I'm on the phone with such and such. Yo, Banger just got killed. We got to go to the hospital. Jump in the car, pull up. I see these people's out there. I saw you sitting out there. Mm-hmm. But you was alone. Wasn't nobody around you. You was just sitting in the front, and you looked like you was in deep thought. That's weird. And I said, I'm going to let him breathe. Yeah, I remember. Something going on over there. I'm gonna let, I'm gonna Did let you know what happened? Because, you know. I didn't know okay. the details of uh, everything. I mean. I, we know now. You but know. Urban right? Plaza. I Urban. said, I'm going to let him breathe. Urban Plaza. Um, Urban Plaza was, was, was rough. If people understand. I So, T.I. It was T.I. T.I. was the headliner. Right. right. But if you ever find that flyer, you'll see. Main on Uncle Murder, we had just dropped the, the yellow tape. Yeah. The yellow tape was rocking out. Rocking. Classic. Anybody Bro. know, Tip is my man. Mm-hmm. Called Tip, like, yo, you, you coming to Urban Plaza, nigga? He said, uh, I said, yeah. He said, yo, let's figure it out. He said, right, fuck, man. Nigga, I'm bringing y'all out. Nigga, what's up? Y'all got the yellow tape. Let's get it. So... The uh, the room, the dressing room that we was in was an adjoining room. The first room was me and Uncle Myrtle's room. Most of the people that was in that room was my people, because I had more people that day than he did. Wow. There was a like a threshold, which was a doorway with no door, but it was like a doorway with no door that led into another room that was tip room. Right. The situation that occurred actually took place in our room. Um, the young lady that, uh, that I had invited out that day, yo, what you doing? I ain't doing nothing. Said, I got a show tonight. Cause I had, a, I had owned a studio in Soho at that time. Right. Um, on um, Thompson Street. We all met up over there at the driver. We all pull up three, four cars deep. Shorty pull up, we go over there. She was with me. She wasn't with her friends. She wasn't, I didn't run into her there. She was with me. When, when, the, when the incident occurred, she got hit. Mm. She got hit. And before it happened, I'm just tank top on. Was, you know, I'm just in my mold. Like, it was hot. It was niggas around. Shirt off. You know what I mean? I'm chilling. After the incident, it was pandemonium. But I would not leave Shorty. So everybody running, we went back to the room. We go through the footage. You'll see it. You can go through the footage. 
You see everybody running out that room. You see me and my dogs. We running back to get our people. Right. My brother 80 in the room. He in a wheelchair. He was going to get him. Right. Shorty crying. He picks her up. Gets her. Hey, man, you got to go. Police coming, man. Come on, let's go. You got to leave. So I can't leave her, bro. And I can't leave her because this is happening on my watch. She got shot. Yeah. This is on me. You know how this goes, man. We got to be who right. we are. Facts. Can't leave her. So I stayed down. Stayed there. Police came. Yeah, actually, yeah, questions. I don't know nothing, nigga. What do you mean? When I hit bullets, when I hit shots, I run. Your job is to go to the bullets. I go to, I go away from the bullets. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going away from the shots. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't, I don't got a gun. I'm not firing back. I'm right. getting the fuck out of there. Right. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Right. So make a long story short, I was, I had no shoes on. I had nothing on. No shirt. So what you see, what you describing, when you see me by myself is me sneaking out of Urban Plaza, because they had all my people there. They had us all, the ones that stayed. I snuck out, because they told me they was gonna let me ride with her in the ambulance, but they didn't. So I went around and snuck out, and I got to my car, barefoot, barefoot. You know, I'm a nigga that live in the trunk. Got shoes in the trunk. Right. Found me some shoes, found me a little jacket. Or How'd you get barefoot? Because I, my, Shit's coming, shit happening, my shoes loose, untied, shit. South. Right. Barefoot. Socks on. Shit happening. Running, ducking, niggas all over the place. Right. Hearing shots, we don't know where you're coming from. So, I go to the hospital, and that's when you see me. I go to the hospital by myself because I snuck out of there. But people wanted to come in there later on, but I was there first because it was a duty of mine to I had to be there, you know what I mean? This is the girl that I invited out. I didn't, she wasn't there by chance. She was, she was there only because right. I invited her to right. be there. So, you know, once I got myself together, I drove over there, parked somewhere, and I, and I went in there. So when you see me, that's what you're seeing. It's just like, it's just like damn, this whole shit happened. She got shot in her knee. Mm. This nigga dead, some other nigga shot. It's like, it's a lot happening. Like, it's a lot, it's, it's a lot happening. Police is on me, asking me to, it's the police say, the police say to me, so you want to go see her? I said, yeah. They said, well, you got to give us a statement. I said, I gave a, I gave a statement. I told you I don't know what happened. They said, you got to give a statement. I said, cool, I'll give you a statement. They said, bet, we'll let you, we'll let you see her. So I said, all right, no problem. I'll give you a statement. I go, I go to the back, they let me see her for about five, 10 minutes, just to check on her. So they say, listen, I'm outside, don't worry about it, I'm gonna be here. I don't give a fuck, this go all night. Cause right. I'm the type of nigga, I, like if I'm for you, I'm for you. Right. Like, I'm gonna go all night with you. Don't right. worry about it, me in here alone. Right. I know you ain't got no family, I'm your family. Don't worry about it, I'm here. Yeah. Bloodied up, it don't matter, I'm gonna stay to the end. Real shit. So she was like, cool, I'm, you know, we're gonna have social, you know, try to get the bullet or whatever, cool, no problem. Police like, yo, come on, let's go. They wanted to take me to the precinct to make a statement. So they took me to, to where, I had to walk the same way back to the, the waiting area. So when they said, come on, we'll get in the car, they're gonna make a statement. I said, what are you talking about? They said, 
You want to make a statement? He's like, I don't want to They said, but you just agreed. So I didn't agree to nothing. <laughs> I didn't agree to nothing. <laughs> Let me tell you, I've been here locked since I was 14, 14, 14 years old. I didn't I got to laugh. I told niggas, oh, my brother. Because they'll do the same shit to you, you know? I said, I lied to Mr. Garcia. I said, listen. You locking me in? Because the only one getting in the police car. Right. In handcuffs. Not volunteering in the police car. Yeah. I literally, because they kept bothering me that night, because they was fuming. They was mad at me. They was so mad at me. They hated me so bad, they would not let me go see that girl. Days later, I was banned off that list. I could not go see that lady. They, was, they hated my guts to that bad. They said, this nigga's an asshole. I said, I don't, I'm not. I told you niggas what happened. I heard shots and I got low. I right. started ducking. Now, I'm not looking outside. I'm, he's looking at bigger. Looking at yeah. Bigger. And you want to bring one of these guys on the show? You, you see what I'm talking about, right? That's a whole total different situation. I, I hear you. No, no guy, no other guy needs to come on the show. <laughs> Trust me. No, you talking about police. No, you talking no, about I mean, police. You say, you're just saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I follow very quickly. Right. He's just saying, because right. trust me, no other person needs to come on the show. You talking about that. Well, no, 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 just, just the fact that, all right, you just, from yeah. listening to what you just said, she don't got no family. She went through that situation. You there for, but because they didn't get a statement, they blocking you from, like, come on. You know what I mean? Right. Like, they didn't want me to come on there. They right. didn't want me to come there. I couldn't come, I couldn't see the lady. I couldn't see her. Something like I had to call my lawyer, wake him up out of sleep, him to come to the hospital, but I want to leave the hospital, so I'm going to stay down. For, her, for him to come down and be, for him to talk to them, they kept pressing me that you gotta make a statement. The statement is this. I don't know what happened. I heard shots like everybody the fuck else. You want me to come to the precinct to say that? I don't know what the fuck you want, want me to say. It ain't nothing for me to say, yeah. nigga. You understand? It ain't yeah. nothing for me to talk about. I don't know what you niggas want me to know. You want, what the fuck you want me to say? I heard shots. Like everybody else, I get low. You go to the shots, don't you? Is that what your job is? Huh? Mm -hmm. Officer? Is that what you do? You go to the shots? Mm -hmm. You investigate who's shooting? I don't. I don't. I want to get the fuck away from the police. I want to get the fuck away from the shots. Right. So that's what that was. But so when you when you see me, that's what you were seeing me. I was like, stress, press, she shot, my world upside down. I'm saying, fuck, how the fuck did I get into this? Like. This was a bad situation, you know? It was, it was just, it was rough. It was right. rough. Now, with what you doing with Jim now, and the way y'all was able to patch that up, do you feel like you have the, the influence to, 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 to make other situations work out like that? Like what? Like, people are going to see you and Jim and be like, yo, these dudes didn't get along, now they right. get along, and da-da-da. But maybe, maybe. But that's the goal, though. Right. That's the goal. The goal is that, you know, we from a city, which is New York, where they always only profess one king. King of New York, only one person. 
Right. The truth of the matter is that we all kings. Well, we, everybody, in this, everybody in this room, everybody in this room, in, in this building is a king. I don't got to stand on top of you to be a king. I don't got to stand on top of you to be me. I don't got to downplay you to upgrade me. I don't got to put you down to put myself up. We can stand side by side and still be kings. When I, when I realized that, when that registered in my mind, and I understood that there was power in unity, and us come us coming together look better than us not together. Mm -hmm. So ooh, we all the same. Five boys. Slide. Number five added record in the country at radio. Get it. Number top 50 record in the Hot 100 in the urban. Let's get it. What are we talking about? This is how many years past high hitting? Who the fuck want to talk about what? Anybody talking, talk, you just talking. Right. Because we showing, we doing. Nigga, we changing the conversation about how long you can have a career and how long you can't. We at the forefront of that right now. Who can have a career? I told niggas before, you didn't have 30-year-old rappers. 25 years ago, you know why? Because the culture wasn't old enough. Yeah. Right. Culture wasn't 30 years old. You're going to have a 30 year old rapper. You, you didn't have it. The culture was old enough. There's a fan for everybody, man. And they don't stop looking for shit. And they don't stop being fans. So the right. nigga that was 25 and 98 is now, what, 40 now or mm -hmm. 40? 45. Mm -hmm. Right? Is it? Is he, is he not a fan of hip hop no more? He love hip hop. Facts. That nigga might got a grandchild right now, but that nigga love hip hop. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Fuck is you talking about? And he's just waiting for his favorite artists to keep. Don't not don't right. So it's all relative. Right. Mm -hmm. It's all relative. It's all relative. So the conversation starts to change when you get niggas that like us who can really rap. You got niggas that like Fab who really rap. It, it has a ability to continue to be, you know, for lack of better terms, relevant, relevant I mean, in, 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 these, in these times right now. Mm -hmm. Right now. So do you think that Love and Hip Hop and the reality show that you and Jim did helped give y'all free crossover marketing? I only did Love and Hip Hop for one season, and I was only on eight, eight seasons. Mm -hmm. I mean, eight, whoa, excuse me. Episodes. I eight episodes. Eight episodes. Mm -hmm. So it didn't, it didn't help me with, with nothing. Okay. But it helped me with a check. All right. I only went there for one reason, one reason only, and that was a check. Okay. I had no, I, I had no misunderstandings about that. I was going over there to, 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 to get money. It was business. It was. It had nothing to do with music. It had nothing to do with the TV exposure or nothing. To expose to what? TV is TV. Music mm -hmm. is music. Okay. You see, people go on TV thinking it's going to help the music. They don't necessarily equal the same thing. Right. Go on TV understanding that this is TV. Mm -hmm. You can have a whole fan base on TV. Mm -hmm. That don't mean that fan base gonna love your music. Gotcha. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I went on TV for those eight episodes. Listen, most people don't even know I was even on it. <laughs> Because there's so much shit going on, so much information coming out, there's so many scandals happening that, that, the, that the things, that, that was like, what, three years ago, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Or maybe longer. When I went on there, eight episodes, the money that I was able to negotiate to go on there, 
couldn't not take it. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning. I could not take it. I was going. I was, I was, yo, listen. I, they had, listen. I was talking to them greasy for years. See so, yo. They call my phone. You know what I mean? We trying to bring me to dinner. You know, cause they know I like ladies. They know I had a lot. They know I like ladies. They know ladies like. You know ladies like your man. They like. They like me. And they say, you want? Oh, we want to get you on. I say, yeah, look. I'm not whole, I ain't 50 and all that, but I for sure, for sure, got a Bentley in my motherfucking yard right now. <laughs> for sure, it's a fan of my side right now. For sure, get the fuck off my phone unless you talking about money. For sure, I'm a hustler. For sure, I got the basics. So when the, by the time that happened, it was two things that happened. I actually had a real girlfriend at the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I had real. You had a real girlfriend. I had a real girlfriend. At the time. What's a real girlfriend by I, dif- real life? By your girl, definition. We really lived together. And she was on the show too, right? That's that was the whole thing. Mm-hmm. My, my goal was to put her on the show to help blow her up. That was my. Mission. As a rapper, right? Was she rapping too? She rapped. No, no. Well, that wasn't what my goal was. My mm-hmm. goal was to get her going as more or less a, a personality. Well, that was what my goal was. Right. You know, it wasn't so much about the rap because I felt like I felt like the TV and the rap didn't really necessarily go together. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm looking at it from a business standpoint. I'm like, all these niggas going on the show to be rappers, but they ain't really rappers. Mm. And the rap shit ain't really happening. Yeah. So I say, look, you're going there because you got personality. You got a story. Let them let them fall in love with your personality. So. That's what I was initially going on there for. For Ramona told me straight up, listen, if you're not coming on there, they don't want her. So that I well, let me get this for her. And this number right here is the only way I'm doing it. She said, all right, let me see. She came back. She came back. It was close to the number. I said, I ain't, I ain't still ain't doing it. I didn't think he was going to do it. It was an outrageous number. Outrageous. <laughs> 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 What's outrageous? It's outrageous. It's outrageous. I said, yo, you get paid by episode. Most per niggas, episode. The most of the niggas, for what they get paid, the episode is dis- almost disrespectful. Yeah, like, like, you niggas need to get locked up for, for what you paying these people. Right. You know how much, right? Man? Like 5,000 per episode. Not even. Chill. 5,000? Yeah. Not even. I thought they was getting like 5 Not even. Not even. So you ever you ever get one of them calls like, oh, you know, this is good for promo. <laughs> no, she told me, she said, yo, I got it. You got that number? I call all my niggas. I said, what's your name, man? Should I do this shit? It's a nigga that, that's an extra. Mm-hmm. Man, tell <laughs> <laughs> That's an extra. Uh, uh, right. Uh, you right. That sounds like a lot of zeros. Uh, uh, uh. But I'm, I don't want, I said, listen, but I kept saying, yo, I mean, you can't, I can't damage the brand more than it's already damaged. I said, nigga, you, you know what you're doing. Like, you know, you, you know what I mean? You're a thinker, so pick it up. Mm. This is my dog's telling me. My dog's not in your business. I right. go to my dog's about everything. I was like, I go to that. I said, hey, what you think about this? Should I do this? He said, man, what you, this is money. They, they see money. He said, nigga, that's, that's free money. Right. Going in, be who you is. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's what that was about. It was business. 
And then when I went to Molin House one day for like a cookout or something or a pool party or something. And when she said to and I said to her something about watching the show, she said, I don't watch the show. She knew what it was doing. I don't watch the show. I watched it in editing and shit like that. And then I said something else about kids watching the show. She said, My kids don't watch the show. And right then and there, I knew it was only business. Mm. So guess what? So when the episode that came out that I was on, I never watched it. Mm. I never promoted it. I never got on my Instagram and said, go watch it. Nothing, never. I never went on the radio and talked about it. It's just business. I mean, you have to do that if her own kids and she's not watching her she own watching, show. Yo, Why not, would you do if it? If they're not paying you for the extra promo, do you don't give no extra. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, I mean but, but even if it's not about the... Let's not put that out into the air. If for it's what? good business and it's a situation that you that you got a connection with... The business was all good. Do that. The business right. was good, but there was no need for me to watch the show. If she's not watching her own episode, show... And, I don't like, and I'm going to be honest, I don't like watching me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm not, I'm not gonna watch this. I don't watch You're myself. You're not gonna watch this? Yeah, it's, it's gonna be hard to avoid it. No, I don't. I really don't like watching me. You stay off social media when I start I, dropping these. No, things. it's all right. <laughs> I promote. I promote it. It's all good. Right. But I don't like watching me. I don't like look. I don't like the way I look. What? You don't like the way you look. You didn't like the way your voice. I'm like, saying everything you said. What are you doing here, bro? Yeah. I agree. I don't I like the way you said. Listen, I don't like I, the sound never, of my I've voice. I've never watched myself. I don't like watching yeah. me. Yeah. He he watches. He watches and you know tells what? me. You know what makes yeah. you know yeah, what makes you feel good when other people talk about it. Yeah, there you go. Fact, the, 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 but you don't watch it. I don't watch it. It's hard. It's hard. Interview, man. You a real nigga. I said. Thank you. Thank you. Right. Yo, man. No, man. No, I seen you when you was up there talking to Mad Hopper and Meg. You was up there with Heineken, you were S all them niggas. You was talking some real shit and you touched my soul. That's it. So I mean, because I, I don't do it for me to watch it. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna spit it. You was here. I'm here. Yeah, I'm right. living in real time. I don't do it for me to watch it. I don't gotta watch it. I'm living it. Right. Mm. I'm living it. Right. I don't gotta watch it. I don't gotta run the playback. Right. I'm watching. I'm, I'm not gonna call you tomorrow and say, yo, can you take this out? I'm not gonna do none of that. Right. Yeah. It's a Brooklyn nigga. You ain't see what just happened. We had to be seven bars with you. Mm -hmm. We are more superior race. Brooklyn Get out of here. <laughs> 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 Get out of here. Y'all been waiting, y'all been yeah. waiting for this moment. Shit. Let me ask you. Yo, may no help because they been waiting for this moment. Yo, yo son, it's real. Yo. I go man, he not lying, lying to you. Yo, listen. That's all he not lying to you. Listen. listen. I'm yeah. that is, that's the truth. Me and this dude. It's a hard dude. Get out of here, man, You know I love Queens. You been my guy. Brooklyn, my second brother. Look, I'm going to tell y'all niggas why Brooklyn niggas is the way it is. In Brooklyn. It was about your reputation. Yeah, you always say that. So you had to have a strong moral standards, right. or at least a standard of how you were treated or how you moved. Mm -hmm. Other people, they could go different places, do fuck shit over here and be a real nigga over here, this, that. Brooklyn wasn't like that. You couldn't walk in certain places if niggas didn't know what you was about. 
Queens. Y'all niggas was letting niggas shit. infiltrate y'all all day. They don't think so. I told you that. I don't know. I'm just listening to them act like they're Brooklyn. I'm just listening to them act like that's only in Brooklyn. Stop it. Stand up. This nigga know how Queens niggas get down to This is my man. Like, bro. Understand me. Understand me. No, no, no. I just want to, just for argument's sake. I love Queens, bro. That is my actual second bow. Like, I grew up in Queens as well. Like, my cousins, God rest their soul, grew up on the north side. Farmers, mm-hmm. Liberty, you know, Henderson. The Liberty still south side. He's talking about the 200s. Down, right. Oh, 200. down there, okay. 200s. Farmers. 200s. Oh, okay. Farmers, nigga. Mm-hmm. All right? So what I'm saying to you is this. I'm very, very, very... Well-versed. Very versed in Queens. Mm-hmm. So this is why I know that we, as Brooklyn niggas, are a superior race. No, I knew where he was going the whole time. Like the whole but he's the guest. You gotta, like, he gotta get you gotta, it off. You gotta let him have he's it. Gotta, he's he's gonna get it off. This is um, we superior. The superior we race is calm. You just gotta. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Harlem dude started this. No. We invented this, and everybody else followed us. I mean, of course. It's all good. It's all, it's all good love. Look, Harlem, yeah, gotta love Harlem. You know what I'm saying? Harlem is where it's all weak. Let me say this to you, my nigga. Jesus loves you. <laughs> he loves you too. He loves you too. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's, let's see. You said what? Harlem? He loves, he loves you, you too. Harlem. What is Harlem? What is that? Harlem is the Mecca. Of what? Before we got to Brooklyn, your family came from Harlem. Before they got to Queens, your family came from Harlem. Well, I'm gonna say that's a fact. I'm gonna say this when to the, you. When the black folk first got to New York, they came okay. to Harlem. Harlem. Yeah, I, I respect that's that. True. Understand them more. Now my true. heart goes out to that. Mm-hmm. But let me say this to you, though, nigga. Harlem. What is that? Is that an area? Where are you really from? What does your mail say? I think you from Manhattan. <laughs> <laughs> But it's a big difference. 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 Your mail don't say such and such. Harlem, New York. Why should you say Brooklyn, New York, nigga? But, but we all know Harlem is a major difference. No, no, no. And he knows that. No, no, no. He's aware of that. His partner, his brother, not here right now. Shout out to Jim Joe. 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 Shout no, you won't. When you first came home, you talked about somebody put you on a record. Was it a Brooklyn nigga or was it a Queens nigga? It was a Harlem nigga. Cormega sound like a Queens nigga. Cormega sound like a Queens legend to me. 
When you first came mean, home, who put you on your first record, though? Your Queen's biggest song. Who put you on your first record? Online. Shout out to Court Maggie, shout out to K Slade. It's like the same time, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But let me just tell you something that maybe you didn't understand. Court Maggie was coming to Brooklyn, though. He felt some type of love in Brooklyn. Mm. Sure. He was pulling up in Fort Green, Carlton sure. Avenue. In Fort Greene, he you know, felt different kind of hard. You, ah, you know why? Because Queens niggas are thorough. We go anywhere. Bro, oh, I was anywhere. We I go wouldn't, I wouldn't anywhere. say that. I did. Then he come to Brooklyn. But that, but I You're not I the standard Queens nigga. No, 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 you ain't not the standard Queens nigga. You and Esso not standard. Y'all different. Now we just understand, my nigga. If you took a toll, if you took a poll of how many, who go where? Facts. If you took a poll, and you go to every state, Brooklyn nigga. Everywhere, and everywhere nigga. before he's fine. Niggas is on Mars right now. Queens niggas is everywhere, man. Yeah, no, tell me. Queens niggas is everywhere. You're bugging. You have Queens niggas is everywhere. Nah, nah. We're not going. We're not going with that. We're not going with that. Niggas know I really. I'm really connected to Queens. Queens niggas be everywhere. Don't do that. Brooklyn yeah, with my Females was all around Kawasaki mm -hmm. KLR 650, everybody know. 20 deep. They see me out there. With a super trap on a bike, loud pipe. They see me throwing it. There he goes. Doing the Alpo. Yeah. Speaking of Alpo. On the day that he passed, he posted a picture. Yeah. You want to break that? I did it. No, I'm not telling you what I said. Right. Yo, that's, oh, man. What happened? You posted a picture 
one of your homies? The Missio actually wasn't one of my homies, but somebody that I looked up to. Mm-hmm. Right. Somebody that, that represents something ever in my, in my, in my upbringing represents a certain type of lifestyle. So when we talk about niggas flashing, getting money, he was that, right. right? So, yeah, I posted a picture, right? And then I seen a lot of niggas going at me. Seen a lot of niggas going at me. Talking about me, saying shit. Oh, you wasn't saying that shit. Blah, 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 when he was alive. And I'm saying to myself, are these niggas smoking crap? <laughs> I've been talking crazy for years yes. about him. For you niggas just ain't been listening. Yeah. I've been talking crazy. I was talking crazy before he even got out of jail. Then I'm still talking crazy. I had a line in a song that said we should have been killed out for for Dimensio. In the song. That was in 2018, 2017, Party in Pain. I had a song with with, 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 with young uh with young uh what's his name? He got killed. Um uh, no, the kid that got killed in uh in, in Atlanta. I forgot his uh, name. Vaughn? No, in Atlanta, the little before that. No, in, in New Orleans. New Orleans. Oh, Young Greatness. Young Greatness. Yes, yeah, good dude. I had a song in Young Greatness called Tired. On my on my out al- on an album called Party and Pain. Got Davies on there, Fat Joe on there, Young Greatness on there. I got a song called Tired. On that song, I say, you should have been killed out for the I've been talking crazy. Mm. I've been saying it. But here's the thing. Information is relative. If you're not patched in, you feel like, oh, why wasn't you saying that before? And I'm saying I've been talking crazy. Right. He knew I've been talking crazy. crazy. He knew that because there was a rumor that went out on the internet that he was at a party in Jim Jones' house. Right? That was a rumor, right? Right. No, it wasn't a rumor. It was a lie. Yeah. It was a lie that he was at Jim Jones' house that we was there. That was an absolute lie. If you see the the footage of him talking to Queen Split about that, he says, "Yeah, I wouldn't have been in there with them. You know, Mano, Jim Jones. I wouldn't have never been in there. You know, Mano, Demetrio. Like he, he understood that. You know why he understood that? Because he know I've been talking like that. Mm-hmm. I was always talking like that. If you go listen to my music, you're gonna always hear that references about that, mm-hmm. always. But here we go again." Information is what? It's relative. If you don't know, you're not in the know. So you don't know. Right. So we got a bunch of niggas that's online talking about shit that they don't know. That's facts. Mm, Constantly. Constantly. You're making up stories. You're saying things that's not true. Right. That is absolutely not true. There's songs that you can pull up for years about me naming him, saying his name, in a disrespectful manner because of how I felt. Period, point blank, whether I was right or wrong. And I'm not here to say I was right. Mm-hmm. I'm just here to give you, to tell you what it is. I said that. Mm-hmm. I didn't wait till he was off the earth to talk slick. Right. Been talking like that.
Why was it important for you to make um, references to that situation? I think I'm from Bedford Stuyvesant. Right? Right. That's where I'm from. Demetrius a legend. His son. Yeah. His family. I'm cool with. I know them very well. I'm one of the premier artists that come from Bed-Stuy. Gotta represent my heritage, what I come from, the line that I come from. It don't matter that I've never had a conversation with him. I never said that I did. Mm. But I've always kept it true to who I was. And I always stood on my business and I always stood on what I believed in. And I believed in that we should have we should have been together. Mm. That's how I feel. That's how I felt. That's what I spoke. And I spoke that. I didn't wait to the opportune time. I didn't wait till it was it was it was to the to the to the to the safe. Right. That ain't even who I am. But like the internet is what it is. And that's the only thing that's undefeated, is that. And what am I gonna do? Go on the internet and try to straighten it out? Mm. Nah. Nah. I'm too efficient, way too efficient to straighten out a rumor. I'm way too real to talk about and give you an excuse about a nigga making a story. I'm way too thorough to try to straighten out a lie. You believe it? You believe it. Why should I try to make you unbelieve some shit? Because guess what? You niggas, you niggas, been watching me since 2000 and what? Four, five? You've been out here with me. You see, I've been representing. You watch me wear crowns on my head. Crowns. You see me at the breakfast club. It's footage. You see me outside in the club with crowns on my head in the middle of New York City. And we ain't seen nobody say nothing. Right. And then you niggas get on, on the internet 10 years later to talk stupid. Make it make sense. Ain't nobody never played with me. Let's be real. Let's be honest. Ain't no footage. Undefeated on camera. Ain't no footage. Ain't no footage. <laughs> Told you. Ain't no, ain't no time. I can't be mad at it. Undefeated. I can't be mad at it. Ain't no era <laughs> where you say niggas play with, niggas play with boy. Yeah. Niggas wait and start to get congregate amongst each other to, to like I will always say, they can't beat you one way, they try to beat you a lot. Right. When the hate don't work, they start telling lies. Right. Right. Hate didn't work, so they come up with other shit. Right. And, and guess what I do? Every time I sit back and go like this, I let you have your way. Mm. And we drop lobby boys. Hmm. Bow, bow. <laughs> boom, bow, boom. Bow. Now we seeing you, Jim, Davies, Fab, in the finest attire <laughs> in the gym. What's going on in there, man? Man, being fly is a job, nigga. Yeah. Ooh. That shit is a job. And then here's the thing about some of that. Right. Some of these niggas that's on the internet. When I look at them, I say, damn, you niggas is dumb. 
They watch you. They watch you. Turn to the camera. They watch you. I really say, I say, damn, look at these niggas. Right. You see, here's the thing. There's a lot happening on the internet. You know, YouTube. We in an era where it's cool to try to cap it. No, not, not just cap, but niggas want to like... Make your image different, change your image right. around. Niggas want to kind of like go at rappers. Right. Mm. But then, we look at the niggas that's talking. Let's look at the niggas that's talking. Mm-hmm. Look at your niggas. Look <laughs> <laughs> at you niggas. Have you looked at you niggas? <laughs> Have you even looked in the mirror? You niggas is crazy. You can never you, think about it. Are you still offended that they, that they had a problem with your clothes? They had a problem with his clothes? clothes? I'm just saying, last time they we spoke. My clothes? Last time we spoke, he was oh, like, niggas had a problem with my clothes. Check this out. Yeah. In this game, mm-hmm. niggas are, have an issue with what you say, have an issue with what you didn't say, right. have an issue with what you mm-hmm. wearing. Right. Have an issue with what you stand on. They got an issue with everything. Right. It's like, I'm supposed to patch all this shit up? No. I'm going to let you have your opinion. Is that what your opinion is? Because your opinion is based on some bullshit anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm. Your opinion is based on some bullshit. It's not based on fact. Right. But guess what? You like it, I love it. You getting views? Is that what, is that what, make, your, is that what make your life go round? I like it. I laugh. Right. But guess what? It ain't gonna stop these bitches from sucking and fucking. It ain't gonna it ain't gonna it ain't gonna get in way of none of this bread and these opportunities and this business that we doing and we right. talking about business. Right. It ain't gonna stop none of that. It ain't gonna get in way of nothing. Mm. If, if it did, then it'd be a different story. I'd be angry. Some of these niggas need to be they disgruntled. Mm. And I understand because they're motivated by something that I'm not, and that's views. I'm not motivated by views. So what I do is pure. I'm right. up here because I'm, it's pure. This is real talk. I'm not motivated by what it, it could be and how much views I can get. Right. That's not what it, that's not why I'm here. But these guys, they motivated by that, so they say anything. They do anything. Right. But I gotta I gotta remind you. Yeah. You made rumors. I made rumors. You made rumors. Because I, what did I tell you? I wanted, I wanted, I wanted to get in the game. Right. I was looking. Some of these guys yeah. are trying to get in the game. Oh, to, even, to even go deeper, is this karma? Is this your karma? There was a time when you talked crazy and clowns yeah. rappers left, right, and center. Is she cold? Is you know what you did. Is this is this made I'll tell you what, though. If it's not common, it's very easy. So <laughs> I ask you. Sometimes it's, it's easy. Sometimes it's easy. This? this? Sometimes it's easy. Let me say this. <laughs> Niggas done went and said all kinds of shit about me on the internet. No facts. Unproven shit. Folklore. Made up shit. Lies, whatever. I sat back and let them do it. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I allowed them to have their time. It's cool. Do your thing. Right. Get your version of whatever story you're telling. One thing I'll tell you is this. Any nigga that ever had beef with me that go past 20 years, 
Don't make no sense. Well, I, I beat you niggas a long time ago. I got <laughs> you niggas in life. Right. Facts. Mm -hmm. What we talking about? No. These niggas is living they days, they old days. They reliving their old days now. Yeah. My best is still in front of me, yeah. nigga. What's wrong with you? I'm the greatest. What's wrong with you, niggas? What we talking about? You listen to the niggas on YouTube and say I did what? Who? You know me for how many years? You you taking work from this nigga? Unfounded? To say what? You don't know this nigga, but you've been watching me for how many years? Right. That's because you want to believe that. Right. <clears throat> we can't help you. Some, sometimes you win so much that they want to see you lose. Of course you do. It's called the Floyd Mayweather yeah, effect. And you see me, and guess what I just did? It's called life. Guess what I just did? What's that? Reset! <laughs> Let's go. Look at me now, slide! <laughs> Let's go. Top 50. Top 50. Top 50, Urban. Lobby boys, go cop that, you heard? Billboard 100. You heard? Right now. Stream that, you heard? In the country, right now. Not before. We're not over here with old stories. We over here with now stories. What are we talking about? Who are we talking about? Me versus who? It ain't no me versus none of these niggas. It's like me versus a piece of shit. <laughs> Honestly. How can I be a versus a piece of shit? It's a piece of shit. It's like, it's a piece of shit. It's just a piece of shit. It's like, what's that? What's that, Mano? It's a piece of shit. It's a piece of shit. It don't work. It's not me versus these niggas. You know what it is? It's them versus themselves. Because guess what? And I tell you this all the time. Any enemy of mine, any adversary of mine, anybody I have any issue with, life is doing you niggas way dirtier than I could ever do you niggas. That's all facts. You ain't got to worry about me. Facts. I, I don't even have to worry about you. You know why? Because I'd lapse you niggas. Mm. Long time ago, just mm. on life. You what are we talking about? What are we about? talking about? What are we, we talking, talking about? about? We talking about YouTube niggas with unfounded stories and their opinions on niggas. Oh, these old niggas in the lobby. I love you niggas. I want you to be great. But you niggas struggle is different than mine. You niggas been through suffering that I ain't been through. You feel me? Mm. You niggas been through shit that I ain't been through that I don't want to go through. You understand me? I'm not looking for you niggas. I don't have an issue with these niggas. Guess what I've never seen before? Ever. And everybody know. One thing everybody ain't know about this. It's my job to be outside. It's my job to be in Queens. It's my job to be in California. It's my job to be in different places. It's my job. It's my job to be visible. For lack of better terms, it's my job to be outside. Guess what I, guess what I never seen before? Never seen a nigga. Ever talk to me ever? An internet nigga. Out of place. You know why? The nigga ever said something to me? Like they be talking in the comments. <laughs>